Okay, we're out of there. Yeah. Thanks, Miss, for talking all over the intro on that. Miss, where are you? Where'd you go? <laughs> you said we were able to talk. You did not hear me when I said that. No, that doesn't work. I have to open up all the mics for in order to. Anyways, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, let really. me tell It's let the me end of the world, happened. anyways. I got kicked out. You got kicked out. Okay. Well, it's the end of the world. Uh, everybody hanging in there? <clears throat> Who's here? We got we got Nate. Say hello, say hello, Nate. Hey, what's up, everybody? And then Aaron. Uh, Aaron. Aaron's back. How's it going? Yeah, Aaron, you know, you were gone for a while, Aaron. Uh, what, you know, what was occupying your time? But now you're back and you're bold and you're beautiful. Bald and beautiful. <laughs> um, uh, I was, um, I was with somebody. <laughs> oh, so see, see how that goes? See how he ditches all of his old friends when he has somebody. But so, Aaron, so you're back in yeah. the dating game. You're single now and you're ready to mingle. Uh, where are you finding the best uh, location to pick up chicks during this uh, quarantine period of time? Um, well, if you can see in the background right now, just the uh, COs are my best shot right now. Okay. Well, you know, I, I do need to make a public service announcement. Um, Tom, I have a question for you. Sure. Is it possible to contract the coronavirus through sex? I don't know. Well, That's I mean, a take question. a guess. I would say Yes. Well, the scientific studies are back, and we do need to do a public service announcement because we have people like Aaron out there that are in the single market. Now, Aaron, I know that the trend these days is, and I want to ask you this, and you can be you can be totally candid, but there's this big trend out there of people that like to, um, I don't know how to say it where it can be Facebook friendly, but basically they uh, <clears throat> they like to eat things on, on a woman. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's it's a millennial thing, I think. I think that's what it is. Uh, but but I he's see. He's trying to say. You trying to say? Go for it, Missy. He's trying to say that they eat ass. Yeah, that's a big thing that's going oh. around. Yeah. So, Aaron, let me ask you this: Since you're single and you're with us, are are you one that is into eating ass? This is totally. This is a medical <laughs> question. I, this isn't like to put you on the spot. I've never. I've never tried it. Nor do I think I want to. And why? Why is that? Why are Why are you afraid of eating ass? Dude, it's ass. <laughs> You're gonna be asked out for sex. You don't need ass. But I mean, no, but- like, like, okay, my my for, I, I actually asked this question to my my most recent ex, and no, she wasn't into it. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> you I mean- asked her if she'd eat your ass. I asked her if she was into like into that stuff if she sometimes you ask that question you know you're just like do you do anal are you into you know that stuff and she said no i'm pretty sure if (laughs) if i was if she would want to do that to me i said no no (laughs) you want to venture down that way that's no 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 i don't want anybody to go anywhere near that area (laughs) okay well well see here's here's what's going on <clears throat> so they're, they are doing science research on this. And they found that uh, through regular intercourse, through the vaginal secretions and the, um, the dick milkshake, that it, the coronavirus can't be passed. But the coronavirus is found in feces, poop, and also in saliva. So if you want to stay safe, singles out there, uh, you got to put the ass eating on a hold for a, you know, 
the ass has to go on quarantine during this these times. Otherwise, you can catch corona from the ass. So I know that's that's so depressing. Up on that, butt plugs. Yeah, that's depressing for a lot of uh, millennials out there and everybody that's out there eating ass. Maybe you can. Um, maybe is there is there ass condoms? Are those available? I think you can do an ass condom type of a thing. Maybe a little bit of Saran wrap. I don't think tin foil. Dam? Yeah, like a dental. I, dam. I think those I'm are called butt plugs. Uh, well, I don't, Aaron. You're taking it to a whole new level of of disgusting shit that we don't need <laughs> to go to. But uh, yeah, so that is that did come out from the CDC that it can be. Um, transmitted through the feces and uh the um the saliva so i guess for right now if you're if you want to play it safe the best sexual position would be doggy style that way if anybody coughs um everybody's safe aaron are you down with that yeah okay all right just making sure so you're basically just saying jake that nobody see poop yes i mean i i thought it was common sense that nobody should eat poop but i guess in these times of national catastrophe and quarantine <laughs> so, that we actually put the public we, service out announcement out there. I think we got to get a we got to get a bumper sticker for Aaron's car that says "I eat ass." <laughs> well, here's the thing about it. He's saying that it came up in conversation where he asked his last girlfriend, "Do you like your ass eaten?" And she said no. And he was like, and he, he noticed his response was, "Thank God," because he knew that if she said yes, he was going to have to get down to Brown Town. Right. Oh know, God, Aaron. that's awful! Right, Aaron. I know, Aaron. You you really didn't think that out because what if she said yes? Then I would say sorry. Then you're going to be disappointed. I don't believe that for one fucking minute. I really don't. I believe. I believe if Aaron, whoever Aaron's seen, if they were to say that yes, I love my nothing gets me off more than having my ass eaten. I believe Aaron would plug his nose and just get downtown. He might bring a garden hose with him to flush it out or something like that, but he's going to, he's going to get down on the ass. Uh, no, no. Or, or that's not something I would probably tell Can we set, that was a, he- that was a hesitating. Yeah, I want to set Aaron up. I want to set Aaron up with a super hot chick that only likes to have ass eating as foreplay and see what happens. Like if she's super hot, Come on, Aaron. If the girl was super, super hot and her ass didn't smell at all, you still wouldn't, you know, just like, I don't, what do they call that? A rim job or something like that? You wouldn't just, you know, tidy up the edges? I don't know. I don't know. I've never been asked that. No. Oh, well, I guess is the reason why people don't share this show either. Uh, so anyways, back to uh, reality. Um, Tom. Ah. There was an interesting thing that came out on Netflix this week, The Tiger King. Did you happen to watch it? Oh, first off, who who all here watched Tiger King? Nate, did you watch Tiger King on Netflix? <clears throat> Not yet. Shanna and I have it on our playlist, though. Okay, you have it on the playlist. Aaron, did you watch Tiger King on uh, Netflix? No, I've actually been trying not to watch so much TV lately. Just trying to keep myself busy. But I do. I am interested in watching it, though. Oh, oh man. A wild ride, man. Hold on, let's be Yeah, fun. it's it's a must watch. Okay, before we get into the whole Tiger King thing, let me let me go back to Aaron there for a second because Aaron, you're telling me that you're not watching TV during this quarantine time and you can't leave your house. So <laughs> out of curiosity, what have you what been spending What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, what are you spending your time doing? You're not eating your oh, own ass, are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm not that flexible. <laughs> But no, I, let's just say that um, my house is pretty spotless right now. I'm just keeping busy around the house, um, you know, reading through my closet, getting rid of clothes I don't need anymore. Um, 
the bathrooms are, are all uh, sanitized and everything. I mean, I watch a little bit. I watch a movie though. Just trying to stay away from the news because everybody's reposting what's going on anyway. Um, but yeah, just trying to just, just keep myself busy. I've been trying to go to the hiking trails, but everyone's going there. Well, so you're closing them now. Yeah, and you know that. Yeah, I think mean, they're closing them. And, and it, it's funny because at first everybody was like, uh, you know, social distance yourself, six feet. Get out, take a walk, go to the park, you know, uh, go for a hike. And that's what we did. That's what we did this last weekend. Me and Miss and Tom and Stefan and somebody else, oh, a, a friend of mine from work. We all went out, at social distance, kept our distance, but we went out jeeping on some trails. And um, now this week in Los Angeles, they're saying that they are shutting down all the hiking trails, all the state parking lots, state city parking lots, all that kind of stuff. So now... They kind of changed their tune in the course of a week and said, get out and get some fresh air. To No, don't get out and get some fresh air. So, I don't know. And Tom, do you think that makes a difference at all? Work. Yeah, Tom, do you think that makes a difference at all? Do you think like, like hiking was safe or it's not safe? Or I mean, I, what, I think what do you the think? Pro- I think the problem is that people just are not staying away from each other. Yeah, I think that people think like, oh, it's okay to be going outside, but they're going in like groups of 20. Or something, mm-hmm. instead of just going by themselves. Well, we went with a group of like uh, what was there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. But we weren't. We were all in different vehicles. I mean, there was one family of four in one vehicle, and then Tom and Rachel in their vehicle, me and Miss in our vehicle, and we were just all in separate vehicles, and we really didn't get that close. So I don't know. I don't know if they're going to shut no, down the off roading and, and, and stuff like that too. And even when we stopped and we were near each other, we still stayed away from each other. Yeah, intentionally. Like, we didn't really say it, but we all intentionally like, okay, we need to be responsible and we're going to stay. We're not going to get within ass-eating distance by any means. We're going to stay separated <laughs> and, uh, you know, just keep our distance. Honestly, the, the only time I got out of the car was to go pee in the wilderness. That was about it. Yeah, but I think they're going to shut all that down, too. I mean, I was in, I, you know, because we do, you know, we, we do do the off-roading type of the thing, and I'm in a couple of uh, Jeep groups and stuff like that, and I saw in the Jeep groups that they're saying uh, that they were taking down anybody's posts that were saying, like, hey, let's meet up to go for a ride or let's do something like that. They're taking it down because the admins, the all-powerful Facebook admins of that group decided that it was better for people just to stay at home and work on their Jeeps than it was to, you know, get out and... Uh, go riding together, I guess. So, I mean, I think that's what it's coming to anyways. I mean, who in here thinks that we're going to get on like total lockdown where you need a pass to be outside unless you're going to the store. I mean, and that's kind of, that's kind of where it's almost at right now. I haven't heard of anybody getting pulled over by the, by the cops or anything like that at night being asked where they're going. But I mean, Tom, do you think they're going to crack down on us, you know, tighter than what they have so far? I don't think so. I think it'll start to loosen up, if anything. You think it's going to start to loosen up? I, now, 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 Tom, also, you you know, it seems like Trump is leaning towards, or he's alluding to the fact that possibly uh, we're going to get out of this thing and be out from the house arrest by Easter. Now, I don't know what date Easter is this year, but it always floats around. Three weeks. Three weeks. Three more weeks. And we've done, how many days have we been on lockdown? Well, Tom, you were still going into the office for that Monday or something like that, but it's been what? It's been a, a little been over a week. a week. Three more weeks. I don't see that happening, though. Like, I can't imagine them doing this extreme and, like, going this far 
and then saying like, oh, but in three weeks, you guys will be all okay to wander the streets. I agree. That just doesn't make sense to me. I think that I think the timeline is too short. Yeah, most definitely. I think they got their timeline wrong. Well, I mean, I think Bill Gates says six to ten weeks. Now, Tom, I don't know why, for any reason, you would believe uh, Bill Gates over Mr. Cheeto. I mean, who, who do you think is a more uh, equipped expert in that scenario? Bill Gates. He studies. Yeah. He's been studying all that stuff for years. Yeah, he has. He really has. And so, and so, Bill Gates was saying he was saying how many weeks, Tom? Six to ten. Six to ten, and we're one week in. Trump is leaning towards three more weeks. And Bill Gates and other scientists and other experts too are are leaning towards a much longer time than that. I don't know if um, I don't know if you. I noticed today. Today I had to go out. I had to make. I had to go out and do one thing. And while I was out, I did notice that it seemed to me like locally here around my area, because I only went about two miles from home. It did seem like more people were out and about driving than had been the last few days. Has anybody else been out and, and, and like, what is your take on how many people you're seeing out there right now? Nate, you're still going to work and you're out there. Are you seeing I, more people on the road? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm still working every day and, uh, my drive home is definitely a lot less chaotic. I but, mean, I only live, I only live three miles away from home, but okay. I pass the uh, on and off ramp for the 91 freeway in that three miles. And normally that section is totally backed up and now it's wide open. And, and But, but have nice. you seen any difference in the last week? Like it seemed to me like earlier in the week, it did seem like more people were staying at home because the, the roads are kind of ghost towns, especially this last weekend. Uh, but it seemed like I was out today and it seemed like the traffic was starting to pick back up again. Have you noticed anything like that, Nate? No, no. It actually seemed lighter today than than uh, most of the week so far. So it's actually today seemed to be the lightest day for me. What is going on with Missy right now? That's all I want to know. I think one of the dogs may have. Uh, Do you like put your hand in shit or something? <laughs> My vodka slipped all over the couch and it literally everywhere. How did you? How did you do that? How how did you lose your vodka? So. I have my cup sitting on the couch next to me and it tilted over and it just, it's everywhere. What made you think everywhere. that a, it was a bright idea to just leave a tumbler of vodka on a soft couch? Did a dog, jump like up, a-, a dog jumped up and knocked it over. Didn't he? That's no, what no, <laughs> no. See, that is the problem with having that many dogs in the house. And Charlie I mean, like, is on your no 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 no. Let me tell you, Charlie is on your couch and Liam is at the feet of your couch. I am all by myself. This happened all on my own, all on my own. We're Stella and Riley in the kennel. So you did do it. That was stuff. way less exciting than I thought it was going to be. I yeah, you stuck yeah it wasn't that bad. No, but it literally went everywhere. Let's try to wipe it off and try to see how much vodka was in my cup. All right, so back to the to the Tiger King. So Nate hasn't seen Tiger King. It's in his queue. Aaron, did you say that you'd seen Tiger King yet? Have you watched? No, you haven't been watching much TV. That was your response, that you're busy cleaning the house. I don't watch it yet. 
All right. So Steph has watched it, but Steph's not here yet. Steph's out and about. He said he'll be here at about uh, 8.30 or so. Um, yeah. So for those of you that don't know what Tiger, that the Tiger King is, it's a show on Netflix. Now, it's a reality documentary style movie that covers the course of, Tom, about how many years do you think they covered in that documentary? Because there was some older oh, it film. Had, it had to be 15, 20 years. Yeah, so this documentary covers these. Um, well, pretty much three, three on Netflix now. Three it's a reality documentary style movie. Well, somebody's playing back the audio. Oh, maybe it's because Raymundo's joining us. Is that Raymundo? No, it's Jeff. Oh, it's Jeff Berganza. I don't think he has uh, headphones on. Yeah, probably not. Uh, so hold on, I'll mute him until we see him with headphones on. There we go. Oh no, he muted himself. And I think I just unmuted him. Anyways. So it's a it's a show that's uh, about these three people, these three very eccentric, borderline insane people that all have one thing in common, and it's their love of big cats. And when I say big cats, I'm talking about tigers and lions and stuff like that. And the three of them, the three of them have uh, zoos. The zoos are in Oklahoma, Florida, and I forget where the third zoo was. So it follows these people around. South Carolina. South Carolina. South Carolina. So it follows these three people around. And first is the first episode. You start watching it, and it's just like, okay, these are some really crazy characters. What am I doing watching this? It really doesn't make sense. Uh, but then as that show progresses, it deals with, well, I mean, it deals with murder. Right, Tom? It deals with murder. Yep. It deals with uh, polygamy. It deals with people getting their arms eaten by tigers. And it's, it's just, it turns into a complete... Just, I think the only word that you can really describe it would be a, a clusterfuck of twists and turns. And Tom, were you getting the same vibe when you were watching it that you were looking at it and you're like, this can't be real? Oh, yeah. First episode, you're like, no, this cannot be real life. This has got to be bullshit. And then the second episode, you're still kind of in that. By the end of the second episode, you're it's all in. You're strapped in and ready to go. Yeah, and so I was watching it, and... um and, and, and to say that it seems like it's a bunch of bullcrap is is an understatement. I mean, I was watching it, and I'm looking at it, I'm like, this has to be like a Blair Witch, Blair Witch Project or something like that. And I, I started Googling, and but then I started pulling up these articles from like the 90s of the people that were killed in the show. And, you know, I, I pulled up that Big Cat Rescue down in Florida where they actually had a Facebook page, and it, they had two and a half million followers. But even when I saw that, I was like, man, maybe they just rigged this, you know, maybe they just rigged this and they made all the social media and everything add up and they just totally did this whole freaking bullshit. But apparently from what everybody has said, it is a true story and it's pretty crazy. Now, Jeff, I know you down there, Jeff, didn't, did you watch it? Yeah, just, um, it took me, I watched the first two episodes that night and then, uh, the next day I just binge watched like crazy that it, it is, it is. I don't think I've ever said what the fuck so many times. <laughs> yeah, yeah that sounds about right. It's pretty wild. There was one time where I actually dozed off because it was really late when we were watching it. And I woke up to a part where I was, I literally woke up saying, what the fuck did I just hear? Is that right? Like, that's what he said. And Jake's like, yep, that's exactly what happened. So it, I don't think I've been so entertained from a show than that one. Yeah, that was definitely a wild ride for sure. Like, I know it's only like six episodes, but holy crap. 
the whole time you're just like, what? Yeah, Sarah. Now, how many? Go ahead, now, Jeff. how many of you have gone back to YouTube and watched all of his music videos? I haven't watched um, all of them. I've seen you post a couple of them, and I think that because for those of you that have seen it, and I'm, I'm probably going to throw some spoilers out there, but basically what happens is one of these eccentric characters that owns a zoo, uh, her name is Carol, and Carol had a husband that just ended up missing, and they couldn't find him. They they found his car at an airport. But the husband had a lot of money. And so it's rumored, allegedly, because Carol likes to sue everybody, and I want to make sure I get that allegedly in there. Allegedly, the belief <laughs> is amongst the other cat people that Carol uh, killed her husband and fed him to the tigers. So one of the things that happens, there's this one character, his name is Joe Exotic. He's a gay cowboy-looking, what? how do you call it, a polygamist with multiple gay partners, and he runs this zoo in Oklahoma, and so he did a podcast and a live video podcast. He, he called it Joe Exotic TV. And so this girl, Carol, was always trying to shut down his operation. Like she would work with PETA and she'd make it seem like she's the healthy big cat rescue. And she would try to shut down this guy named Joe Exotic. So Joe Exotic, he went in on his video podcast and all this other kind of stuff and just starts blasting this girl all over the place. Like every episode is about this Carol down in, in Florida. And one of the things he did is not only is Joe Exotic a polygamous gay cowboy, he is also a country western singer. And they start playing his music videos. All of his music videos have to do with cats and that kind of stuff. And they're just the most outrageous. Like, he has a decent voice, but the topics of his song, it all revolves around big cats. And But he did write a, a special song for Carol. And um, basically, in this song, he claimed that she you know, fed her husband to the tigers and that kind of stuff. So anyways, Carol ended up suing this guy for millions of dollars. And it's just, it's, it's just a whole clusterfuck of a show. And the show is only about, what is it? Seven episodes, Jeffrey? Yeah. It's seven episodes, seven episodes. Yeah. 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 Wow. You just gave the whole show. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. So I don't need to watch it. then. <laughs> no, no, you definitely, you, no, you definitely need to watch it. Yeah, you definitely need to watch it. No, no matter what we, episode? no matter what we say, we're not going to do any justice. No, no, no not, not at, all. at all. How long is each episode? Forty-five minutes. Forty-eight. Oh, forty-five I'll minutes. I'll probably, I'll probably watch that tonight then. Yeah, since uh, you're not doing anything else, right, Aaron? I thought you were self-quarantining yourself from TV. Well, that's going to no, change. No, I'm just trying to you- not to spend so much time in front of the TV. Hmm. Okay, unless you're doing it with friends. Do you like normally? Because right I normally don't. No, no, no. Normally, I'm too busy to do anything, you know, especially because where I work, you know, it was just traffic work, traffic sleep. Yeah. yeah. So. <clears throat> now, so, I mean, Aaron, you've got some people around there where you live. I mean, do, I mean, this quarantine is just sitting in for a week, but are you feeling any, like, symptoms of, like, loneliness? Because, I mean, you're pretty, in general, you're usually a pretty uh, social well, person. Well, right now I am. <laughs> Right now, maybe, you rec- maybe just recently, yet. yeah. Well, yeah, I just got my heart broken. So, well, yeah, you just got your heart broken, and that sucks. And then you're also a pretty social guy that you like to get out. You like to go to Disneyland, hang out with people, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that's I think that's a big issue for a lot of people right now is the whole social distancing. And but you know what I've noticed lately, and especially in this past week, um, you got to like pick up the phone and talk to people because. I, I noticed I've been talking to my yeah. brothers, my sister, my mom, my friends, you know, my, my, my friends. And I've been on the phone 
a whole lot more just doing, you know, basic friendly family checkup and see what's going on in your neck of the woods kind of conversations. And it does help out during this time. So, I mean, I think that's, you know, something that people need to take advantage of is picking up the phone and just calling their family and friends, you know, just because we can't be with each other in person doesn't mean that we can't still reach out and have a conversation and, you know, chit chat. Yeah, that's what I did uh, yesterday. I talked to two um, friends that I've known for like 25 years. One called me from Big Bear. The other one called me from San Bernardino just to check up and see how everybody's doing. And, you know, just they're, everyone's giving each other advice of what they're doing um, while they're at home, what they've been doing with the kids and everything. So, but yeah, it's good to just keep in touch with everybody. That's what you should be doing in this time of crisis. And I do see some things that kind of, you know, it's kind of cool because a lot of us work so much that we don't get you know, when the kids are young, we don't get to spend as much time with them as we would like, you know, because the world keeps on turning and we run at a, such a fast pace in, in California, especially, and in the United States. But I do see like, uh, you know, a lot of families posting up that they're playing Monopoly around the kitchen table and that kind of stuff, which I haven't resulted in any board games by any means. But, you know, you see that going on and, you know, you got to take advantage of the time you have, especially for the people that are out of work and they're not being able to go into work, you need to take advantage of the time, especially if you have kids and family and little guys at home. Take advantage of that. You know, we don't have to watch the news 24 seven. We know what's going on out there. It's not no. good. It's bad. No. There's going to be, there's going to be little no. details going on out there. There's going to be numbers that update daily. Uh, but you know, you can wrap that up and catch a little morning news brief and be done with it for the day. Um, Cause I know a lot of people are tempted because it is such a massive uh, always evolving situation that there's new details that come out hourly, but you don't have to watch it all day long. And I know I've probably been a little bit of a victim of like that because uh, I have paid quite a bit of attention to it. I don't think I paid as much attention to it today. Miss, have I been watching, you know, Corona update, Corona crisis 24 um, seven? Yes. We watched, <laughs> we watched the Netflix movie. There were seven hours there that we weren't watching the news. I mean, I put Just- on the news... Okay, literally today was probably the only day that he probably hasn't watched crazy news. And the only other day that he hasn't watched crazy news was when we watched uh, Tiger King. And other than that, it's only been that. Every time I walk into the to, into the house, you're watching Jane the Virgin. So, I mean... Hey, but- I, I try to get my TV <laughs> in time when you're not... If you're running in the bathroom, I'm turning it on. Well, I mean, but, but, but that's my daily habit. My daily habit is when I get up in the morning, we make coffee and I put on the local news on KTLA channel five. That's what I watch in the morning. That's, and that's normal for us that we do do that, but you normally leave it on for just like the morning news and then like we change it and then we go on with our lives, but that hasn't happened. It's like we turn it on and it just doesn't come off. Well, yeah, but that's because normally we would be getting up, having coffee, eating breakfast, and then we're turning off the TV and we're doing something. I mean, it was, it's very few days that we just stay at home all day long. I mean, usually that doesn't really happen. So um, it's, it's, it's an awkward situation, you know? Yeah. I mean, even when you're gone and I'm home a lot, cause I am home a lot. I really rarely even turn on the TV. I could go days without watching TV, but somehow because of this quarantine thing, I am literally just sitting on the couch to where my back hurts and I'm just binge watching news and Jane the Virgin when Jake's not around. 
Well, and the, and the problem with the news is it changes so frequently. It's really hard to keep up with what's going on. Well, the hard part is, is that like, I feel like normally you watch the news and then like, that's it. Right. But with this, I feel like if I miss something, I feel like I'm going to miss some big news or a big announcement or a big statement. And I don't want to miss it because I want to stay in the know. So we're just constantly waiting to see like what's changed or what's new or how, what are the numbers at now? Like, I don't know. It's going to get reposted right after that anyway, though. That's why I'm not so worried about it. If you miss it on, on a live news, you're going to hear it in about five, 10 minutes anyway. Yeah. If it's I'm not going to lie. I like to, I like to hear it firsthand. <laughs> she likes to be the <laughs> first to know. She just wants to be the first to know so she can, you know, send all her friends. Oh, did you hear this? Yeah, that's what that's what she wants to do. But uh, basically, you know, and, and, and it's also funny because we're, you know, we're, we're paying attention to this. We're watching it. And it's in it's in the it's def- definitely the soundtrack of our lives at this time. And, um, you know, like you guys were saying, stuff does change. In fact, you know, I was watching today and they were talking about how, um, you know, initially we heard. Oh, it can survive. It's aerosol. It can survive for three hours in the air, and then it can survive for five hours on a surface. Then it went to three days on a surface, and then I just saw today that they um, they were do- doing testing on two of the cruise ships. One was docked in Japan, and one was docked in California. And the estate rooms or the the hotel rooms, whatever you want to call them, on the ship, they had been vacant for the last seventeen days, and so nobody had been in them. There was rooms where there was positive patients and there's rooms that there were, you know, negative patients and are, are the atypical kind the the, the, the kind that tested positive, but they didn't have any symptoms, but it had been 17 days and they went in and on both ships after 17 days with nobody in there with them sitting by themselves, the rooms were still testing positive for the uh, coronavirus. So that was kind of like a, a big, a big eye opener in a way that it's kind of like uh well, I mean, just because it's still active at 17 days, was it going to be active at 20 days? You know, what are we talking about here? Um, because yeah. initially the news told us that, oh, it can survive for up to three days on a piece of cardboard. Now they're saying in this hotel room, these hotel rooms, they're testing positive 17 days later. So that kind of that kind of changes the the dynamic of things because, you know, we're thinking three days and it's gone and now 17, possibly more. You know what I mean? So. I, I don't. I'm not a, a a virus expert or anything like that by any means. But I'll tell you what, this thing is. It, it's crazy. It's crazy. It it is crazy. And I, you know, I hope that we all do okay. And then there's also been the stories of of younger people that have contracted the virus that have been hit, being hit hard with it. I was on my I was on the phone with a friend of mine uh, earlier tonight, and uh, there was some Instagrammer, healthy guy in his uh, 30s. He was uh, super healthy, no pre-existing medical conditions or anything like that. And he got hit with this coronavirus. And he said right from the get-go, from when he tested positive, that he was going to keep blogging through the whole scenario. And he ended up in the ICU. He ended up on the ICU on a ventilator at 100%. And if they would drop it off 100%, he would, you know, just couldn't get enough oxygen. And, um, you know, it, it. he documented his run through all of this and uh, he had a, a really hard time. And that was a 30-year-old healthy male, you know, like a fitness in-shape guy. And it really knocked him on his ass. And I've heard stories. I haven't had any really personal experiences with people like in my inner circle that have tested positive. But there was a good friend of mine that I was talking to. And he was talking about a family in his church. And this whole family tested positive on it. And it was another situation where the father and the son was early thirties and they all, you know, the father and the son both ended up in ICU. So 
it's you know at first we were hearing that it's all you know it, it affects the old people which i'm sure it does affect them harder uh but i think in riverside in riverside the uh well not in riverside but in southern california uh the death the deaths have affected every in all ages from 18 to uh 20 uh, 18 to 65 so i don't know tom i mean uh, oh steph join us steph now the the the, the wise steph uh can you hear me Stefan? yes i can yeah, so what's your thoughts going into this? We're in like week two or week three or week two of doing a show once we've been on this quarantine kind of lockdown. What's what's your take, your your revised take? Because I know we're all kind of revising our opinions day by day as this thing progresses. Um, I'm pretty much the same, honestly. I, st- I still think that, of course, the pandemic is, is true, but I also think that there's a, a uh, ulterior motive to the way that the media is handling it right now, that something else bigger is going on in the background that nobody has a clue about, or at least not I uh, have a clue about. But yeah, I think there's something else deeper than this. Yeah, and I, I mean that 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 switches. I think everybody is kind of like, well, there's got to be more to it than this, but I don't know what it could be. I, I really don't know what it could be, but I don't know. I just for now, I guess we just hunker down and wait it out. Now, Steph, did you were you we were talking about this earlier, but did you hear that Trump is like kind of alluding to the fact that we'll be out of this kind yeah, of by by the Easter? middle of April, middle of April? Yeah, yeah, uh, that's crazy. You think that's crazy too? Because it that really doesn't go with the science that's pushing this thing. Um, no, what's everybody going to do with all that toilet paper? <laughs> well, well, that's it. That's it. They can't resell it. They can't return it. <laughs> can't resell it because it'll be back on shelves. So they won't have to worry about wiping their ass for the next three years. Yeah, there's some. I see somebody in the comments and they're saying that they have a friend that's 35 in LAPD that just tested positive. So uh, I guess that's somebody they know personally. And then there, I see the same person commenting. Well, why do we? Uh, why are there so many tanks if the National Guard is only there to help build hospitals? <laughs> well, I I don't know. <laughs> I like the whole thing of the National Guard. I mean, well, I'll tell you what really pissed me off is the LA Sheriff came out this last well yesterday. He came out yesterday and he said that they're bringing in on thirteen hundred new officers or they're they're putting thirteen hundred more people on the street. Uh, and then at the same time. In the same breath, he said, we're also closing down all the gun stores in uh, L.A. County yeah, because it's not essential. Yeah, because uh, they think it's going to get heavier than what it is. That's it, that, And that seems like like they're talking about the tanks and stuff like that. And I'm not one. I'm not afraid of the National Guard by any means. If, the, if they're going to be out there, they're going to try and do the best they can and trying to regulate this chaos, you know, the, this chaos that keeps going on. Um, so I'm not worried about the National Guard. But. I am worried about society and where we're going. I mean, the grocery stores are starting to look better, but at the same time, uh, money's running short for a lot of people. So we're coming, we're coming to a, a crossroads, and it's it's going to creep up. Well, maybe on us your fast. grocery store is doing better than mine. Then it's the same over here. It's the no, same over there. It's not. He. I don't know. I just better. sit home. It's not doing better. <laughs> All I, I know is that you ordered in- Instacart today, and the grocery showed up. So I mean. No, because not everything showed up and the shopper was sending me photos of the freaking shelves that com- were completely empty and she couldn't even get me some of my items because they didn't even have a single thing. 
not even to replace it with a different brand or anything. Like okay. yeah. it was completely gone. Like all the tortillas were gone. All the tortillas were gone. We had tortillas down here. What we were missing, like it took me, I went to four different stores today to try to get everything that we needed to handle on. Um, I finally found peanut butter at the last store. I didn't find any flour at any of the four stores that I went to. Um, what else was there? Yeah, there was only a few tortillas. Nothing really crazy. I mean, I, I ended up, she ended up finding me uh, the like smart carb ones, which are, I'm totally fine with that. I mean, they're just more expensive, but that's what I normally buy anyway. So I was just trying to buy the cheap stuff to keep my money flow, keep coming. But well, I, just, I guess I, I was, had to break down and buy the expensive ones. Yeah. I, well, I guess I was talking to my ass because I don't know. And I see Joe in the comments saying that he's up in Northern <laughs> California and he's saying our grocery stores up here don't have shit in them. So it's just, it's the same thing over by me. I mean, me and stuff are closed, but. They, I, we were in. I was in the store yesterday, and they still have no pasta, no rice, no canned, you know, canned goods. And then I, I did buy produce. two cans of refried beans. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think the thing is now is that everyone bought everything. They're not. It's not crowded anymore. There's just nothing to buy right now. Yeah, no, but I, they're when they but restock, they're not even restocking. Well, and when they no. do, people are still hoarding. I have a buddy who's actually a truck driver. And he told me, I think three of his loads got canceled today. So the stores are not restocking. No. And, 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 and Chris in the comments is making a very good point. And he said that we changed how we shopped and have started to go local restaurants that have excess. And I have seen that. Where, in fact, I even saw an article uh, or an ad by Norm's, you know, Norm's restaurant. And they were selling breakfast mm -hmm. packages where you can get 30 eggs, a pound of bacon, and all this kind of stuff. And that is true. Because, you know, yeah, my brother's. My brother's restaurant in the Red Owen, Orange County, uh, the one in San Diego, and the one in uh, Santa Monica, they're doing uh, family packs, $50. They come with rice, beans, uh, two pounds of meat. And then they're also all doing groceries like eggs, meat, um, veggies, everything. You just call in, place your order, and it's ready in about 45 minutes. You just go and pull up and pick it up. Well, they have to. They're not getting the business, so they're either going to lose all the product or sell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and the thing yeah, is, is, is that the grocery chain has. There's still the groceries are still, the food is there. It's just that the way that we're consuming it and the way that it's being purchased has changed, and so it's causing these shortages by people going in and you know just rummaging and getting everything they can. Now, one of the comments that I saw Gary making here, and he's saying, you know, I hope it doesn't turn into like the L.A. riots. And, uh, I mean, I, I'm I don't sure think so. you don't think so. No, depends on how bad it gets. It ended like, um, but during the riots, it was, it was like, they showed up, I think it was day three. And cause the cops couldn't do anything during those days. Like they were just standing out there If they saw you by yourself. They would try to go after you. But like after that, um, it was just mainly groups. And I think they had, um, on the third day is when they had the total lockdown of the city. You couldn't be outside. Uh, I think it was after five. And that's when uh, they brought in uh, the um, National Guard and they finally took control of the city. And I see other people talking in the comments. Sarah saying that she found more at Barron's, which is not as mainstream of a, a grocery store. I see Pam in there said that Cardenas and uh, Fontana had pretty much everything today except toilet paper and canned goods. Um 
and fresh veggies and fruit. Yeah, and I did see that up here when we went around. There was plenty of fresh vegetables and fruit. And, and Priscilla produce. Saying There's that, a ton of produce out there still. Yeah, and Priscilla saying mm-hmm. that the small meat markets are stocked. It's a lot more expensive, but uh, she shopped there today. So, um, yeah, that's what I had to do. I had to go to the, all the mom and pop places, the local meat stores. Yeah, and um, you have to go there. Yeah, not everybody thinks that because they want to buy in bulk. Yeah, yeah, and there is one place up here that we've been to. Um, it's like a bar restaurant type place, and they were starting to put out like um, bulk orders, like you could buy, like I don't know. 50 pounds of like wings for like $300. And I'm like, okay, now let's be real. Who just wants to buy a freaking that much wings and only eat wings. Like I did. There's things that are just like, come on people. Really? Like they're I trying to get rid of it. They're trying they to got get rid too of much. It. They got too much. Yeah. Of it. Hey, I can, I can. It's either sell it or it's going to go bad. Yeah. yeah. But sell it to like <clears throat> break it up or something. I don't know. Oh, I agree. But, like, I, I'm sorry. You're and just going to spend $300 now, now, on a, on wings. Okay. Now we also set ourselves up because Pam brought up an interesting point and I did see this article today where they said that she saw an article that they were looting a Walgreens in San Francisco today. And I did see that article where people are just stocking up. And then we have this problem in California. Now this could change if they move stuff over to martial law type scenario, but we have this law in California where you can take anything up to a thousand dollars out of a store and it's only a misdemeanor. Is, is, isn't that what that law was? I'm not an expert on it, but yes, I mean, we kind of think yeah. it's 900, but yes, before it becomes uh, grand theft. Yeah. Before it becomes grand theft. And so, you know, it's almost, I hate to say it. I hate to be a prognosticator of the pandemic and just, you know, say that shit's going to get really bad, but I'll tell you what, man, you know, they were trying to pass this whole stimulus package to get us, if it would have passed the other day, they said they would have started shipping out checks in like three weeks to the people that are living a paycheck, the people that are completely out of jobs, um, especially those in the entertainment field and stuff like that. And now it's just stalled out on Capitol Hill where everybody's arguing about it, Every, the, the Republicans and the Democrats. And this isn't a Republican or a Democrat problem. This is a politician problem. And the, the Dem- Democrats want to load it full of their bullshit. The Republicans want to load it full of their bullshit. And so now it's just on a stall where everybody's going to have a pissing contest up on Capitol Hill instead of getting money out to people that can, you know, help supply this. And I know I sound like a socialist talking right now, but we're talking about a national state of emergency where the only what we have to do in this war is stay home. And if staying home means for a lot of people that there's absolutely no income, people have to eat. And if people don't get those stimulus checks and if they don't get a means to buy groceries for their kids, I can tell you straight up, there's a thousand, there's a millions of fathers out there in a position where they can't feed their family. And when people can't feed their family, desperate times call for desperate measures. And that's what we're on the brink of right now. And it's, it's a, it's a scary situation. It's a scary situation to be in. And I, like I said, I don't want to, I don't want to like, pronounced doom and gloom but at the same time you have to be re- realistic of what's going on the money's running dry and capitol hill is having a pissing contest about passing the bill or whatever they need to do to get the money into people's hands and so it's you know every the, day the every problem day, is the go, problem is the money is only running low on our end not on their end that's they true they have a fuck ton of money they got you know they have businesses they have uh, people who shop for them, you know, if you, once you get that high up, you don't shop for yourself. You have assistance for shit like that. You don't have to go to the grocery store and find toilet paper. You can just get it directly from the manufacturer. Like they're so high up 
it doesn't really affect them at all. And they're so busy fighting over the semantics of the whole stipulation, the stimulation thing, because they can't figure it out. Oh, should we give them 600? Should we give them a thousand? What happens if they make over 75,000? Like there's, there's so many steps that they're trying to figure out before they actually get the money to us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they don't it's see ridiculous. the chaos. They don't see no. the chaos. They don't. No, ever... they're too far up the hill. Yeah, so they don't actually know, other than he said, she said, or a video here and there. But they're not experiencing it for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think there's a total disconnect between the politicians and the real Americans. I mean, I do a lot of. I don't want to exactly put anybody on blast, but I I'm around a lot of politicians in the line of work and the stuff that I do. And for them, it's a whole different world. They, they it's, it's, they're not the regular people. They're not in touch with the regular people. They're blowing money left and right, whether it's parties or whatever kind of bullshit that they have going on. There's a lot of waste. There's a lot of money that goes to nonsense, to bullshit. And, and the politicians, you know, it, 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 all they want to do is like get this new bill on that they have their name attached to. Like that's their main goal. They want to, they want to pass legislature that has their name on it, you know, to make a, like that's, that's their, that's their status symbol that they did something. And what they're doing is just adding more regulations and doing, you know, stuff that I don't know of necessarily is a good thing, but I can tell you what, there is a disconnect between the politicians in America and the regular people. Um, not all, not all. I mean, Max Abramson, he's in here commenting every every once in a while. He's a state legislator from New Hampshire, and he seems like he's pretty much in touch. But I'll tell you, the ones down here in Southern California that I run into, it's a whole different ballgame. Well, and uh, another thing is how a lot of them got their money out of the goddamn, out of Wall Street before this shit happened. Like, they just announced, like, three more people that they found that sold a bunch of shit. Like, Diane Feinstein from here in California, she sold a bunch of shit off of... Uh, out of the Wall Street before the whole Wall Street crash again. Yeah, I mean, a lot of politicians did that. You know, what they they saw it coming. I mean, it, everybody's acting like this whole CEO step down is like this big conspiracy. They know something that we don't. Yeah, what they did know is that this coronavirus was coming in hot, and they couldn't. They could. The only way they can get their ta- their um, their stocks in the companies was to step out in retirement. Now, I mean. It's not rocket science of why all these CEOs stepped down. They saw it coming. Yep. You know, they're friends with politicians. Politicians tell them what's coming. They get the inside scoop and they bounced. It was better to retire now and take their money and run than it was to sit in it and wait for something that could take a long time to rebuild. And yeah, the problem is they leave us holding the bag. And they leave us holding the bag. And, and you know, the thing and- is, the thing is, what I think should happen right now. And I, I don't think it would mean too much because these politicians have so much money. But across the board, if America's on hold and can't go to work and is not getting paid, every motherfucker on Capitol Hill, every motherfucker out there needs their pay cuts fucking just stop like everybody else. So maybe they can take this shit a little bit more serious and get down to mm-hmm. business. Because asking us to do what they're not willing to do is a fucking load of horse shit. You know what I mean? And like Sarah said in the comments... When it gets down to it, people are going to do whatever they can do to feed their family. Don't tell me that there's one parent out there that's going to sit and watch their child starve. So get off Mm -hmm. your fucking asses and start passing some legislature to get this. If you want us to stay home, if you want us not to work, then you got to you got to take care of the people. You can't just sit because they're setting this up for this whole chaotic situation to unfold. 
You know? Yeah, they don't care. They, they don't, don't care. Because when the shit hits the fan, it's going to hit the fan down here. It's not going to be in Beverly Hills. It's not going to be in Laguna Niguel. It's not going to be in Malibu. It's going to be right here, LA. It's going to be in Compton. It's going to be in Inglewood. It's going to be in, you know, San Bernardino. Like, people are not going to go far drive to go down there and tear shit up. They're going to go to their neighbors and the guys two down blocks down the street. Yeah. To try to make shit happen. You know now, what I mean? Fernando, so it, does, it doesn't, no matter what, it doesn't affect them. Now, Fernando in the comments is asking the, the question that I think that is on the top of everybody's mind, and I'm not too sure that anybody has an answer. Well, I mean, science stuff does have pretty much an answer, and they're saying that this thing could last a while. But Fernando's question is, how long do you think this will, will last? So let's go just go across the board. Let's start with Steph. Steph, how long do you think this is going to last? Um, I think we're going to see at least another two months of this, honestly. I'm, I'm looking at at least another 60 days. Another 60 days. It's just, it's, it's just they, like, you know, they're, they're trying to figure out this whole thing with the masks and, and getting the tests here and, and getting people actually tested to, to determine how many people actually have it versus the people who may or may not have it and that sort of thing. And all this shit, I think, is coming from China, right? All these tests. And and the masks and everything. So I mean, well, yeah, a lot of that type you know, of manufacturing is coming from China. So um, it's going to take a long time to get here. So you're saying sixty days? You think we're going to kind of be in I'm the same boat? Sixty days. In sixty days, do you think you're going to? Do you believe that you will get some type of a stimulus check in that next sixty days? No. No. Okay. I don't believe it because I don't think they care. I think it has to get to a point where shit really goes upside down before they make a serious attempt at figuring it out. Now, Tom, because like I said, once again, it doesn't affect them. Tom, how long do you think this is going to last? Three to five months, three to five months. Yep. Aaron, from this, from this point, from this point right here, another three to five months. And I, I that's what I think. I, I think, I think that they're going to, but what I think is going to happen is I think they're going to come to the realization that Americans aren't going to listen. They're just not going to stay home and they're going to do their own thing. And I think that, even though science says that it's best that we do stay locked down in that situation for three to five months or something like that, I think what's going to happen is it's not going to work. It's not going to work to the fact that it's just going to be too detrimental. It's going to get too chaotic and they're going to have to make the call for us to go back to work to get a paycheck. And I think we're going to do that. And I think it's going to be at the wrong time in the scientific stretch of things, you know, as far as how long this pandemic could last. I think they're going to release us early. And I think we're going to get out there. I think a lot of people are going to test positive and there's going to be, you know, some older people that, you know, don't make it through this. Uh, but I think they're going to have to take that loss and just move ahead with it. I mean, that's kind of well, my opinion. Well, who was the who was the politician that came out? Was it Luke, the lieutenant governor and said that older people should be willing to sacrifice themselves? Uh, I think that yeah, what Texas. kind of shit is that dude? I, for the greater for the greater good of the country? I think yeah, I, I think that was Texas. And the problem I is, think, is these are the motherfuckers no. that we're electing. These are the assholes that we're electing. Guys that say that kind of bullshit. I mean, the guy actually had the balls to get up in front of a camera and say that older people should be willing to sacrifice themselves for the greater good. And this is somebody that people elected. Yep. No, gentle. I just don't see this gentle. stopping anytime soon gentle. because but China's over like a gentle. month ahead of us, right? Oh, oh, I got, They're ahead of us gentle. about a month. Oh, I gotta mute Steph's mic. Where did he go? <laughs> oh, okay. 
Well, I, I muted you real quick, Steph, because uh, it seemed like, like Vanessa was playing airplane, feed the baby or something like that. So just unmute it when you come back in. Um, um, I I just don't see it ending as fast as they're saying. Like they're they're doing all these precautionary things. They're scaring the crap out of everybody. And then. But in three weeks, guys, in three weeks, everything's going to go back to normal. Like, get the heck out of here. No way. And the problem is still having issues. China is still having issues. And how far ahead are they of this whole thing compared to us? You know what I mean? Like, I just I don't see it ending or coming to a slowdown anytime soon. And I know we're all playing armchair quarterbacks on this and we're all acting like we're experts, but I don't believe a damn thing that comes out of China. I don't think they're giving us the real scoop by any means. Uh, I mean, I looked more to what's going on in Italy uh, because I think they're a little more trustworthy on what they're, what they're projecting and what they're saying. But I will tell you that this, it's just, I don't think that this will be wrapped up by Easter. I just, I really don't feel that no. way. So No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because so, not the way you figured Disney had a plan to reopen in a week from right now. They're supposed mm-hmm. to be opening a week from now. That's not okay. But if that was the case, that's not. If that happen. was the case, no, it's not going to happen. If that was the case, why would they get rid of their whole college program? Just like, nope, it's coming to a halt. We're not even putting you on hold. We're canceling the whole thing. You don't do that when you're going to go back to work in two weeks. You know what I mean? That just doesn't. It doesn't work that way. Now, the other well, problem the other problem that we've had is like the generations taking this serious. Like Chris had a good question in the comments. He's all, which generations do you believe are taking this serious? And I saw the meme the other day and I described it before where it was like the baby boomers were saying, oh, this sounds like socialism as they're all sitting around a table at Denny's uh, having breakfast. And then the millennials, which actually it's not millennials, it's Generation Z, but the millennials were out there uh, partying it up. But I think that's more so Generation Z than, than the millennials. And then here we are, which I am. I'm I'm Gen X, and we're like, this shit's fucked. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I know everybody keeps slamming the millennials in this whole thing, but I don't think it's the millennials that are acting stupid in this situation. Uh, it seems like I think it's just a younger millennial because everyone's not seeing. Uh, it's Gen, Gen Z. Z starts in '95. Yeah, it's, Gen, it's Gen Z. It's the people that are still so, raving and raving and partying, yeah. the people going to spring break and the, the, the kids like that. I mean, I've got an 18-year-old son right now, and he thinks this whole thing is a hoax. And I'm like, well, who the fuck is telling you it's a hoax? This 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 isn't this isn't a hoax. You know, but he's 18, he's a Gen Z, and he's like, you know, he he doesn't buy into it. And you're trying to like nail it through his head, but it's like, yeah, they don't care. You know what I mean? They don't care. Yeah, I have a 17-year-old that thinks the same thing. Yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about. Um. See, somebody in the comments, and, the, and said, those are and those are the ones that are going to keep it going on for months and months and months because they don't take it serious. Yeah, because all these motherfuckers, all these Gen Z motherfuckers, they all live at home, and they've got a whole family that is slaving by on this thing. They're taking pay cuts and they're staying home, trying to do the right thing to prevent this this pandemic, for at least flatten the curve. And they're trying to do what they can, but then they got these Gen Z kids that just keep on going out, bouncing house to house, and it and it completely defeats the whole purpose. It really does. It really defeats the whole purpose. And we've come to this society where you can't really sit and well, the the, the media and the in the they in and the people around you would make you believe that you really can't tell your kids what to do once they're over eighteen. But I'll tell you what. They're still living in your house and they want to bounce around and go out and have house parties every other night. 
man, you maybe need to take some uh, serious actions, especially if you're in a multi-generational home where you have the grandparents staying in the back house and everybody's there and you got Mr. Gen Zer out there running around eating ass and getting, you know, coronavirus, you know, maybe tell them, hey, you, you either stay home or you, you know, you have your group of five friends and you guys stay together with your five friends. We already, you've already been exposed to them. So we'll just keep it that group. Of <laughs> or five eat friends. ass somewhere else. Yeah. Or eat ass somewhere else and get the fuck out of the house because we're That's not going to put grandma and grandpa <laughs> and, and, and your asthmatic sister in jeopardy just because you want to go get your dick hard and shove it in some fucking raven chick with tape over her nipples. You know what I mean? You got to crack down on these assholes because they're not going to do it themselves. No, they're not. <laughs> I can unmute. I can unmute. Yeah. Steph. I'm trying to unmute Steph. Well, maybe he's got his own control. But anyways. Yeah, yeah, I do. I can. I can mute and unmute myself. Okay. All right. Just as long as you're on it, so I don't have to watch it. So, anyways, uh, let's see. Has anybody heard about Russia having any cases? And that is a really okay. Because if you want to get into the conspiracy of things going around. Uh, you know, this thing is spread pretty much worldwide, except for a couple of locations. And it happens to be the allies of China. Uh, Russia, I don't know if they've had any cases or if they have had cases, it's very, 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 very low. So, you know, and so what's to stop it from spreading in Russia? Why is it so under control in Russia when it's just like kind of devastating the rest of the planet? So that's a interesting concept. I mean, that you can delve into the conspiracies real fast on that one, but I don't know if, enough about it to keep talking about it. And so Chris Cleary, or, or just Chris, I won't say his last name, even though I already said Cleary, but he's saying that Gen Z is 25 <laughs> and younger. He's saying that Gen Z is 25 and younger. And I think, yeah, I think that's definitely the most problematic generation. Uh, the 25 and younger, maybe some of the younger millennials, you know, 28, 27, that kind of thing. But it's definitely that age group that's uh, not listening. I mean, not all of them, but there's a lot of them that just don't give a shit. They're not listening to what they need to do. And, and somebody else said in the comments, you know, even if, if they lift the ban two months from now, you know, will you feel comfortable going out? I think it's going to be a slow, slow process. I think it's going to be a slow rollback. Even when they do lift the ban, I think businesses and restaurants and a lot of places are still going to suffer for months to come until we get past this. Right. Well, I mean, do you feel safe just because they lift the ban to say like, Okay, it's safe to go back out in the world, guys. We nope. held you captive for this long. And yeah, what about sudden, the people who are broke, though? And all of a sudden, well, they have no choice to go back. You know what I mean? Yeah, I but think most I, of the people will go back. I think most but people not by choice. But I don't think it'll be more. I don't think it'll be by choice. I think it's because of out of necessity. You know what I mean? Right. Because if if you didn't, if you had a fear and you had enough money to to take care of whatever you needed to do, would you really go back into the world just that in a heartbeat like that? Well, I, I mean, so. I mean, I think, I think it's going to be a, a guarded go back to work. Like if I had, if I could go back to work, you know, this weekend and start working some more shows and doing kind of stuff, that kind of stuff, I would go back to work. Uh, but you might treat it a little bit different. I might wear some rubber <laughs> gloves. I might keep my, my face mask on stuff like that. Um, and then also there are 495 cases in Russia. And, and also like what, what Priscilla said in the comments is, I mean, when it comes to countries like China and Russia, I mean, can you really trust the numbers that are coming out of these countries? 
I mean, does anybody believe what's coming out of China, number-wise, or Russia? I mean, no, no, I don't. No. If you look at China's numbers compared to Italy's numbers, it's not even comparable. Right. Right. Yeah. So they're not going to give us that. That's like I said. That's why I keep looking to Italy for anything that I actually want to see real numbers on. Let's see what else is going on here in the comments. Chris posted a couple about conspiracies. Read those. Uh, yeah, the conspiracy number two, a Harvard professor was arrested for espionage involving his connection in China. Yeah, I did I did see that. And not only that, two of his students were actually officers in the Chinese military. And I don't think that's a conspiracy. I think that is truth. Now, whether it played into this whole scenario, uh, we don't know. But um, yeah. yeah, from yeah. what I heard, he was doing stuff in Wuhan, that uh, yeah. Harvard professor. Right, 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 right. How does Bill Gates own the right to the virus? I have no idea what you're talking about, Garrett. What do you mean the owns the but I, oh, I, no Chris conspiracy is, one. Chris, Chris's conspiracy one was that Bill Gates owned the rights to the virus and would collect a royalty on any vaccine. Well. And then I see Joe down there with that. I, I saw, I saw, and I did see the story, and I just assumed that it was bullshit when I saw it. And it was a picture of, of lions roaming the streets in Russia to keep people inside or something. Was it Russia? I think it was. Yeah, it was now, Russia. I just assumed that that's a bullshit story because the, the article was that <laughs> in Russia they have released 500 lions onto the streets in order to keep people inside. Well, but, well if there was a place they were going to do it, Russia it would be Russia. <laughs> That's what they needed to do down there in that spring break, man. Just let a bunch of those lions loose on the beach and just see how Gen Z really reacts to that. I think millennials. Where is where is Joe Exotic when you need him? Yeah, and I, I think the, I think the millennials are getting a little pissed off of, of all this bad behavior of this younger generation getting labeled on them because it's really not the millennials. Like I said, I think it's the Gen Z, maybe some of the younger millennials, and I think they're getting fed up of like uh, you know they're saying we're out there, we're, we can't even afford to pay our our student loans, and are trying to scrape by and, and get paychecks We're, we don't have money to be out partying like these fucking gen z assholes so it, the younger generation man the the lawless generation just getting out there doing their own damn thing so let's see eric's posting the interactive map yeah there's a lot going on uh, let's see anybody else anybody else got any thoughts on this shit isn't like um or the news out of north korea that they have one 10 minutes later it's back down to zero yeah 10 minutes later it's one back down to zero that was early that was early on in north korea i mean north korea doesn't fuck around i mean and we're laughing about it but but it's i mean somebody te- you do not want to get tested in north korea because if you test positive they just put a bullet in your head burn you in the back and it's the end of the story i mean there <laughs> we might complain about what our government's doing but north korea that's a whole different fucking ball game it's funny shit. I mean, it's not funny well, if you're Eric, the one that tests positive. But he said, what "Not about- sure if that's funny, but." Eric posted the thing. He said, "What about the people picking up the produce?" What do you mean? What about the people picking up the produce? You know, the, is he talking like if about sick? Like if they're in like farm they're labor? And they put, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, field workers. Field workers. Yeah. It's funny. The whole power just surged here. It is maybe the purge is happening as we speak? Uh, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have to be careful with that with anything that you bring into your house. You know, I think today Missy had an Instacart delivery and she took like every item uh, that was that was in the package and um, in, in the bags and like kind of sterilized the surface of it before she even put it in our cupboards or whatever you want to call it. 
Uh, but the same. Thing I even with- wiped down the bags that they came in before I even touched them. Yeah, and that's the same thing with the uh, you know the the fruits and vegetables. I mean, you have to clean this shit right now. You don't know who's picking it. Most likely, somebody that's picking it isn't going to get tested because the reality okay, is the reality you is be doing is, that anyway. Though. Yeah, that's like shit. who doesn't? But the reality but like, who is who doesn't wash their fruit and vegetables? The reality in the first place? is the reality is is that people <laughs> that are positive aren't being tested anyways. You know, we haven't had the mass testing to really narrow down exactly who's positive. If you haven't been in contact with somebody that had reason to be, believe was positive or traveling from that location, I know te- more tests are moving out there, but for the vast majority, people are not being tested. So d- definitely, once the tests start flowing through, we're going to see a, a, a tremendous spike in the numbers of people that test positive. But, you know, you got to assume that everybody's positive right now. And the, the problem that I see with all this is I still as as bad as much as America is panicking and as much as people are almost overwhelmed by this whole situation, we're still at the beginning stages of this damn thing. We're not mm-hmm. at the peak. We're not anywhere near the peak. We're not coming down on the backside. We're in the beginning stages. And so I don't know. Take a breath, stay inside, and kick your Gen Z motherfucking kids in the ass. I know I'm gonna go pick up my Gen Z son this Saturday and he's going to go quarantine time with Papa and uh, he's 18 now. So I could kick his ass if he needs it, but you know, he's going to come stay <laughs> with dad and he's going to, you know, hopefully he's not watching this. Otherwise he won't get in the car, but he's going to come up here and he's going <laughs> to practice a little social distancing, whether he fucking likes it or not. And I won't even talk about the tattoo that he got this week. That is God awful. Probably the worst <laughs> tattoo I've seen in my life. <laughs> At least he can hide it. And it's not that big. From what, what I can tell in the picture. Oh, my what did he son. Get? My, oh, my God. My son. Got, good, okay, he got this. I'm going to talk about it. He got this girl that looks like Catwoman. I don't know if she's supposed to be like a stripper, but she has like a Catwoman face mask and it says pretty girl in like kindergarten writing. Hold on. I'm going to pull it up and I'm going to show it on the screen because you guys don't understand. Like kindergarten writing. And you, why, did, why did he do that? Yeah, because oh, he's 18 and he could do whatever he wants tom he's 18 and he could do whatever he wants okay Those hold fucking on. first tattoos are forever okay, okay let me talk for a second so hell? i can get this up on my screen that <laughs> oh. is my son's tattoo oh don't talk oh. because if you talk you're gonna take the camera off it but that is the tattoo that my son got on his ankle because he's motherfucking 18 and he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Now, maybe I shouldn't be putting him on blast like that, but he is 18. And, uh, you know, this did is... He, did he lose a bet? <laughs> oh, <God>. No. No. <laughs> he didn't lose a no. bet. This is him sitting around with all his fucking tweaker skater friends in a house somewhere and somebody just pulled out an ink gun and starts tatting each other up that's that's what's going on with my son so i don't know let's see what else we got going i think on i could have done better than that he, he got that a is jig. some he jailhouse got a fucking tattoo <laughs> yeah wow. he, got, he got a jailhouse tattoo during lockdown 
Yeah. That's exactly what yeah. happened. Hey, 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 uh, Nate, can you help me out? Can you send the link to this Zoom meeting that we're that we're on right now? Can you send it over to Chris Cleary? Because he's all talking about these conspiracies. I know nothing about it, but I would like to hear his take on the conspiracies that are going on. <laughs> Hell, I don't give a shit. Push, push <laughs> post the link in the Radio Underland. Post the link in the comments. I don't give a shit. Anybody can come on. I mean, we're all just kicking back. We I'll do it right now. We <laughs> there goes that's we're all we're all we're all live from the quarantine. Yeah, it, worst case scenario, I, I, worst case scenario, I can mute them when they come on. I don't know how many people Zoom can hold, but just send the link out there. Anybody that wants to talk, let's right. talk to them. I mean, we're I think I need to clean. Social- we're practicing I, social distancing that my husband's in the garage and I'm in the house. Well, I mean, there's not enough room in the, yeah, it is what it is. It's, it's, it's yeah, not. I, I think I got to spend some time cleaning up though, during this whole social distancing. I, I think my, yeah, I, I love think your green screen there, Nate. With people with this whole situation is, you know, there's people out there that have the fuck it attitude. If I'm sick, everybody else is going to get sick. Right, and those are the scary people. Right, it, it, yeah. It, 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 and there was how that, about that hoax guy? Yeah, that guy. Uh, yeah, there. I can't turn down people's individual mics like I would normally turn down my wife's mic. But uh, yeah, so there was that one story that was floating around where you had that bald-headed guy, <laughs> that big old yoked motherfucker that said he was a what? What do they call it when you're not when you don't have any symptoms? Miss, what do they call it when they when you don't have the symptoms but you test positive? Type A or some shit. Asymptomatic. 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 So there was this video that was going around and it was this guy and he's live streaming as, as he's walking through Walmart and he's telling everybody that, yeah, I'm asymptomatic, but I tested positive, but I still have to live my life and I'm going out to Walmart. I got to pick up some things. This morning I had breakfast and he's just being a complete dick. You know, the guy's asymptomatic and basically he was spreading everywhere. Now it turns out that the cops found this guy and arrested him. And the reality was, is that he didn't test positive, but at the same time, now, I'm not saying everybody's going to go live online and stream that shit, but the attitude is going to be for these people that test positive and they don't have any symptoms or asymptomatic, they are going to have to live life. And there's going to be other people like him. They're probably going to do a little bit more low key and they're not going to announce it, but they're going to be going into their everyday places. They're going to be going to the grocery store. They're going to be going to Walmart. They're going to be going to breakfast and doing all this kind of shit. And I wish they wouldn't. I wish anybody that tests positive, fuck, lock them up on a cruise ship. I don't really give a shit, whatever it takes. But at the same time, I don't think they're going to be able to do that. And unfortunately, the selfishness of America is at an all-time high. And it's individual needs above the needs of others or the needs of the greater good. That's just the mentality that runs rapid today. And I think it's going to really bite us in the ass on this one. But I'll tell you the good thing in all this, if you want to fly to Minnesota right now, you can go for $19 round trip from LAX. Are you serious? 19 bucks? $59 round trip to Boston right now from LAX. All right. Uh, to Hawaii, it is $152 round trip right now. Yeah, the Hawaiians, though, they're not happy with us. Yeah, you could go, you go anywhere right now. You're in two-week lockdown. They tell you to self-quarantine for two weeks. Well, I'll tell you what, Jeff put the uh, link to this Zoom little rally that we're doing right now. It's in the comments. So if anybody wants to come on, uh, I'll I'll, yeah, I'll probably mute you when you come on, but then I'll change it up uh, when we address you and talk questions. But the link right there is somebody for this. said it can hold. A, somebody said it can hold 100 people. Yeah. So the link. <laughs> yeah. Right, so the link right now is up to the Zoom meeting that we're in. And if you want to come on and talk about anything, go, I guess, feel free. And uh did Chris get on yet? No, he's probably dicking with us. You got Eric on. 
Eric. Eric, Eric's where's Eric? I can't see him. I can't even see where everybody's at. How do I see everybody? He's all the way at the end of the line. He's at the end of the line. Well, I can only see. <laughs> I can only see. Uh, I can only see four names at a time. Let's see. Who do we got here? Eric, 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 Eric. Eric. Okay, he's in there. He's got himself muted. You could swipe to the left or right to change because there's eight people on right now. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Hey, I'm actually surprised that my internet is holding fast and that uh, we're still online. I know it looks like a kung fu movie and our lips are not moving to what you're hearing, but hopefully you can hear what we're saying because really the audio's I was gonna say the audio is the most important part, but really, come on, there's nothing important about this show. Not really. <laughs> I was talking to somebody the other day and I'm like and it's like it's like uh I can't believe your show hasn't gotten bigger than it is. And that's easy to say because it's not big at all. But I think the thing about this show is this show for a lot of people is a guilty pleasure. And I'm not talking about our live audience. I know there's only a few people on right now, uh, but the the more of the audio fans that listen to the podcast and stuff like that, there is people that love this show and they listen to it religiously. The problem is, is that it's a guilty pleasure and nobody will share the show and nobody wants to talk about the show. It's like a fuck. It's like a fucking guilty pleasure. So. Well, maybe one of these days we'll get past that. No, uh, they're just embarrassed of us. Hold on. Everybody was talking. Somebody somebody was talking underneath that. What would you say? Who was that? Aaron or? Oh, no. Yeah, I kind of regret sharing it now because of what we were talking about at the beginning of the show. (laughs) Well, you know. It's, but it's facts. It's facts. The kid- Aaron, it's okay. Aaron, it's okay to eat ass. It's all right. Cake. Yes. Cake. <laughs> yes, sir. Could you provide uh, us all with your whiteboard wait, drawing? Aaron, you're you're out there eating ass right now. Well, Steph. Oh, oh you, you missed that, out. Huh? You missed out, Steph. We were I'm talking glad about. I did. <laughs> we we're talking about no, how not. how no, how I'm coronavirus not. spreads, and uh, it spreads by. Um, can you show us, Jake? Well, hold on, can you Steph. Show us how coronavirus hold on. spreads. Bas- basically, basically, Steph, we were talking about at how coronavirus can be spread sexually, and they've come to find out that the coronavirus has not been found in the vaginal fluid or the penis milkshake. But what it is being found in is saliva. So basically, if you make out, there's uh, you know there's that issue. So let me use this whiteboard for a for a little demonstration. Hold on, let's bring this down. And I was going to say, I was wondering who was drawing. Well, who just drew on my screen? So basically, the if, if you don't want to get the coronavirus having sex, the one issue that you need to stay away from is right <laughs> here. And we had to let Aaron know this because Aaron is out. He's single right now and he's ready to mingle. So we have to make sure that if you want to stay away from the coronavirus, it is not spread through vaginal intercourse, but... The my video's down. Did we get taken down? It says this live video has ended. Oh no. Oh no. We gotta go back live again. Hold on. Hold on. I'm still on. Uh yeah, we're still yeah, on here. On, on, oh, on Facebook we got kicked off? Yeah. Why we get booted off Facebook? I don't it think it was we, when he went to draw. I don't know. I, I don't think we got I don't think we got booted off like that. I think it's just because uh um all the uh it, it just there's a lot of stuff going on in the internet and there's a lot of people that have been gotten booted off. So hold on. We're live back in there again. Okay, we're back live again and I know that we got we didn't get shut down. I think it's just a uh you know, an issue with the uh, bandwidth and all that kind of stuff. But anyways, 
Uh, anyways, I was drawing a picture, and I'm not going to do that again because I don't want to. <laughs> if that had something to do with, if that had something to do with crashing oh, wow. our uh, our stream, I don't want to draw it again. I just got notified we're live again. Yeah. Oh, and it ended again. Uh oh, we we getting booted off because you drew, you drew the kooka. <laughs> do they have? Do they have? Uh, do they have? Um, do they have uh, like artificial inter- intelligence that can tell when I'm uh, drawing something maybe potentially un- inappropriate? And then Listen, it kicks it us off. Like a to- it, it looked like you were do- drawing a tooth. Yeah, hold on. Let's yeah, see. I thought so too. With a hole in it. Yeah, hold on. Keep Couple talking. Holes in it. Talking, Dude, that trying. was a cavity. Hold on, hold on. I'm working on it to get us back up. Uh, I gotta move what this happened? over. Ah, uh, we keep getting we kicked booted. off. Uh, we got booted because Jake was drawing the vagina. Oh, <laughs> the vagine got us kicked off of Facebook. Not the not the booty hole. Nope. It wasn't until he drew the slit. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he was. Once he drew the slit, hole. we got taken down. Oh no. And so apparently, apparently the brown eye is okay on Facebook. When you yeah. Draw the front hole. That's it's it. a different story. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, about the brown that. Eye, not the whispering eye. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, Steph, what we were talking about is that you can uh, the the coronavirus is spread through saliva and fecal material. So, all the ass eaters out there have to calm down. Which I think is once again not the millennials. I think it's Gen Z. It's those Gen Z. it's those young bucks that are out there, you know, licking the booty hole. So we did my, say we we did say we were going to get Aaron a bumper sticker of his car though that said I eat Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure I can make that happen. Yeah. I wonder how many honk. I wonder how many people will honk his horn if if he put a sticker like that on his car. I, I'm not putting a sticker on my car. <laughs> not like permanently. We can tape it on there on like your oh, window, like like a vinyl. Guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> He would get a lot of ass to eat. <laughs> yep. No. Well, that's how you get I'm sick. Not, I'm not about that. Oh no. Not about that. Gross. Uh, no, so, anyways, um, well, I was going to share the show around. Well, I guess I'm not going to share it. How about how about you people watching can share it around because uh, I don't know to do. So, world is changing. We're on this lockdown. We're virtually getting in contact with our friends and trying to stay in contact on telephone calls and stuff like that. Um. For Tom, for you, I guess not much has changed except the fact that you're working from home um, yep. and then the situation of the groceries and everything when you go out, all that kind of stuff. I know Stefan's had a, quite a bit of a change. I know Aaron's had quite a bit of a change. He was working for Ballast Point, and Ballast Point has completely shut down the location he was working at. And who else do we have in here? Jeff, Jeff, is, is your job still going? Yeah. Uh, actually, I was off all last week because I had that cough. Yeah. But I started back up on Monday. Uh, three days out of the week, we're sh- pretty much only open five hours. Uh, just the th- Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we're open normal hours. Everything, yeah. uh, every other day, we're open eight, only five hours. People still need these payday loans. So, and to cash their checks, whoever's still working or yeah. to send money to people because we do Western Union also. Yeah. Uh, how long have we been going? We're going for like an hour and 20 minutes. Uh, so this really gets into the Tom, do you have any ideas of how to keep your family entertained during a time like this? I mean, 
it's really cracking down. They've taken the hikes away. What are you going to do to keep everybody sane? Uh, my family's good. They just stay. They just stay in their own rooms. We're good. Yeah, in that aspect you know I mean? too, nothing has really changed, has it? No. You know, no, this is like they're like, oh, we don't have to go out anymore. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Let, me like, my, let me go to my space. They've been practicing this for a while, so they're professionals. Well prepared. They're like, yeah, and I, they're, and they're I, like, hold my beer, Dad. Yeah, and I got <laughs> I got seven thousand years worth of video games to play, so I could be in the house forever and be fine. What? But I don't like it. No. I like to. I like to be out doing. Why? Well, I, I think that's. See, a, and that's the I think, thing. I think that's what makes us uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. I mean, we're Americans. We've been so used to having the freedom to do whatever we want that just the mere fact, if it was any other day, we would wake up in the morning and say, "God damn, I wish I didn't have to go to work today. I wish I could just sit back and relax and and watch TV and take a nap." Uh, any other day, that's what, we, what we'd want. Now that it's being forced upon us, everybody's a little uncomfortable with that because we're, we've been so used to being Americans and doing whatever the hell we want. I think. Yeah, of- my mom, uh, uh, like right now, my mom's in El Salvador and she was trying to, she was going to fly down here this week because uh, she wanted to start planning my daughter's quinceanera for next year. And uh, now they're on complete lockdown. If you're out and about, you have to be going to a store. Or that's it. You have to be, uh, I think you have to be in your home by like six or seven. If you're out and about, uh, they will arrest you. They shut down the airport and they shut down the borders. And you know what? I've heard of um, businesses already starting to pass out. I'm an essential worker, like papers for people to carry in their cars. And the crazy thing about it, and I'm talking big companies, big, big companies are, are already passing this kind of stuff out to their employees, especially the people that work late at night, maybe graveyards, stuff like that. Um, but what I was wondering about is it hasn't been requested by anyone as of yet. Well, I guess it has been requested by like the governor of California, but the police have said straight up, we're not pulling people over to ask them where they're going yet. But no, cause then they risk getting the coronavirus. Yeah. But what I'm saying, if all these big companies are starting to print up these papers to give to their employees, let them, let the officers know, or national national guard or whoever, and let them know that they're an essential worker. What do they know that we don't? You think that we're going to get to that stage here pretty soon where if you are driving at night, you could be stopped or checkpoints or something like that where you need to show some type of proof of why you have a reason to be out after uh, an alleged curfew. I know I'm jumping ahead in the game, but do you guys see that coming where there's a like a, a lockdown curfew, say it's 9 p.m., 10 p.m., whatever it is, and if you're out past then, they'll have some checkpoints set up and where you have to show proof of where you're going and why you need to be out on the street. Do you think that we're going to get to that in the near future? Yes, I I see it. Uh, I see it happening, but like I also see like the streets are pretty empty already as it is. So they might just assume that if you're out that late and there is a curfew, they might think like, oh well, maybe they are going to work and they're not going to pull you over. But if they do have a checkpoint, like I wouldn't put it past me. Yeah, they do GUI checkpoints, so why wouldn't they do that? It's Literally no different. It's the same setup for them. Hey, Aaron, or uh, no, Jeff, repost the link to this Zoom meeting in case anybody wants to jump on board and, and, and comment on what's going on. Jeff, are you still there? I guess I can do it. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to touch my computer. The second I start touching my computer, uh, I start shutting the whole program down. Copy URL. Boom. All right, there. 
I think I just sent the link. Did I? Did it show up in the comments? Oh, okay. Running short. Yeah, it's there. I see it. Okay. All right. All right. We back up live again. Yeah. Yeah. We're live. Yeah. We're live. We're, it, we're live. It's just not shared to all the million locations that was shared on the first round. So now it's pretty much just the Disney peeps hanging in there. <laughs> Becky thinks it's coming. She thinks that the stops are coming. Um, I think it's gonna, I don't know. I think, I think that's going to be happening too. I, I, I mixed, I'm a mixed bag on this because I see Trump leaning to the edge of loosening this up and letting people go back to work. But at the same time, I, I, I see the edge that we're not near the peak of this thing yet, and it's only going to get worse. And so I can see things like that being implemented, like a, a more firmer lockdown. So, yeah, I really don't know what to say. I Well, that's the thing is that we're not even at the peak of it. So to take us back to work when we're not at the peak of it, that kind of that just like, why did you do all of this? To just throw us back in like did you guys just give everybody a vacation for a little bit and freak everybody out i i don't know i just think economically i i they it can't realistically go on for that long without it causing having severe adverse effects on the economy yeah yeah i agree i agree so i i think that the stimulus package is coming. I think everybody's going to get their stipend check and then they're going to try and uh, shut everything down for a couple weeks to try and get the virus in check. I think that stimulus thing is going to be a problem because they're only giving it to people who um, filed taxes in 2018. Yeah. And there's a lot there's of people so that many st- there's a lot of people. There's a lot of stipulations on it. If you're getting over, if you make over seventy five thousand, if you make under twenty five thousand, there's just like there's no way for them to balance it and figure out who should get it and who shouldn't get it. And then what happens once the people do get it, and then they run out of that money? What's the next step? Yeah. Now I see I see Chris in the comments, and I see him saying that. Um, and this seems like a smart move. And of course, England's sitting back because they're on the back burner on this thing and they're being able to see what China did, what Italy did, what America is doing. And they kind of can tailor their attack on this thing to their own, you know, system. And what they've started doing, according to Chris here in the comments, is he's all England. Uh, they're only encouraging people over the age of 65 or with pre existing conditions to self quarantine for 12 weeks. Everyone else, go about your business, wash your hands, be safe, that kind of thing. And I kind of feel, I know they're trying to jump on this early, uh, but I think that, you know, maybe it was almost too early. And by the time the peak really gets here, where it's really out there everywhere, everybody's going to be fed up with this quarantine and be back out on the streets and spread it like a wildfire. Um, so how but, do we know it's unless we, if we don't have the test though, how do we know who we has don't. it and who doesn't have it? We don't. We don't, but I kind of like what England's doing over there, and I think that's what they should. They should start with the most vulnerable, but it's too late for us. We're already in it, but it seems like that was a smart way to go. You know, people over 65, existing conditions to self-quarantine for 12 weeks. Everyone else, go about your business. Boy, that would have made a big difference here, man. We would have, uh, it would have not done near the damage to our economy if we would have done something like that. Priscilla also I, in the comments says that she doesn't think that anyone's like, going to get a check. Yeah, go ahead, miss. I'm just, I'm just still like flabbergasted by like the whole like, okay, yeah, you have the symptoms, but you're, you're not this age and 
you don't know who you are around. So yeah, we're not going to test you. Well, I mean, that's what is, that's what they've been. I mean, I, th- I think originally in this, they're trying to kind of keep track of the location, the location tracking of this thing by the CDC. So I they just think that, you can't though. They, you they can't. Have those, no, I think it's I think it's going to be too far spread now. That where you got it is not nearly as important as do you have it. But at the same time, anybody anybody that was showing up with the symptoms, whether they tested them or not, they were telling them to go home and self quarantine. Now, what I thought was amazing is why weren't they keeping why weren't they keeping numbers of the people that were coming in with symptoms but not necessarily being tested? Why weren't they keeping the numbers of that and letting us know those numbers? Because those numbers would probably tell a uh, a truer story of what was going on. I don't know why they weren't <laughs> tracking that data from the get go. Eric, what is up, buddy? Yeah, Mister What up, bro? What do you got to say? Uh, on the medical stuff, so initially when it was happening, they people thought it was like a mild case of pneumonia or whatever because Corona wasn't like a set thing. So you're, we're looking at resources, right? You're like, well, just go home. You know, we're not going to give up a bed for someone to probably recover. And then how many tests do we have? Once we're kind of hearing about it, we're limited on tests. So it made sense. Well, you only have so many tests. We got to tell unfortunately, we can only test the most severe cases when nothing's working for them. And by then it was too far late. So that's kind of like, how do you do much with little? And it was way little too late kind of thing. And yeah. so I, that's kind of what happened. It was like a triage way late. Now, now, Eric, how has this affected you? Because you're kind of an entrepreneur. You're out there. You're working with a uh, Tres Hueyes Brewery. You were working on setting up a location. <laughs> how has this impacted you and your endeavors as a, you know, a small business owner trying to be on the upstart and then all of a sudden this bullshit hits? How has that affected you? Uh, I like it actually, because it's forcing us to get creative. Uh, it's really forced us to play the online game, right? We're still in marketing phase, right? We're negotiating our lease. So it's not like it damaged us in financially, uh, slow down our brew times, but we're fermenting right now anyway. So it's not like it, it hurt us, but it really forced us to, we get to read a lot of current breweries. What do they do? How did they pivot? Where are they vulnerable? Um, uh, you know, we looked at, I think it's going to help us in our lease personally, <laughs> because landlords are going to be, a, now what, what kind of tendency you get when people are bailing? So we kind of came in at a sweet time. So that's what I think anyway. Yeah. 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 I, and you, so you think it's going to be a positive thing for you that this is going to somehow uh, turn around where you're going to get a better deal on a lease of whatever location you want to go to and that kind of stuff. You think it's going to play out for the positive. Well, that's good. Um, and, and the small entrepreneurs, I mean, it, it's 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 crazy because in times like this, when when the markets are dumping and when, and when stuff, when there's major changes going on, there's always somebody that's making money off of this. And I think we've been, I mean, for guys like me, I've been yeah. sitting around trying to figure out how to make money off of this, especially when you're locked to the home and you know you don't have the finances to come up with something. But Eric, have you seen anywhere any any type of commerce or what is it that is like benefiting from this and actually taking off? <clears throat> um, man, I know people that run, um, stores, e-commerce stores, different platforms, not just Amazon, and they are fucking killing it right now. Um, through them, they've told me that a lot of their delivery drivers, like Instacarters, people like that, um, they're doing really well. Um, I've seen distilleries. I think we talked about that yesterday. Distilleries are pivoting and they're starting, they're doing hand sanitizer. That's a whole new market that opened up to them. Um, it's, it's all over the place. It is kind of interesting. Like I know my e-commerce guys are like uh, one of them. He does this automatic, uh, he automates, um, ticket reselling. He's like a scalper 
e-com, but electronically, and it's all automated. That obviously tanked, but all of his online stores and all of his clients, they like, I mean, he's pushing millions of bottles. Of, okay, okay like, let me. Hand sanitizer, something like that. Yeah, hand sanitizer. And distilleries have been making some hand uh, sanitizer, and that's kind of like a, a pivot of direction uh, using the equipment that they have to make something that's in need right now. Um, <coughs> but, Eric, let me ask you this. We, we went around the table and we kind of asked this question. How long do you think that we're going to be in this situation of quarantine and lockdown? How long is it going to be? Well, for, that's question number one. How long are we going to be in, on lockdown, in your opinion? Because it's it's all about everybody's opinion right now. Nobody knows the answer exactly. Yeah. But how long are we, do you think we're going to be on lockdown? What does it feel like to you? And how long before we're out of the woods and back to what we were previously to this? And I'm not talking about the economy back up to the stock market, back up to 25,000 or 23, whatever it was. I'm talking about regular working Americans back in the saddle, getting the regular paychecks, that kind of situation. So how long are we going to be in quarantine and how long before we get back to normal? In your opinion? I think, I think lockdown, I feel like it'll probably last another four to six weeks, maybe because they still got to pass the stimulus, right? They're going to try to get something out. That's really going to last maybe enough to pay rent, right? It'll, we'll stretch it for maybe about a month. It'll take a couple of weeks to get in and, and so forth. So I think economically, four to six weeks, um, that would put us kind of rounding, like looking forward to summer. And I think we culturally get back to some sort of normalcy in summer schools will be out. So they don't have to come back in. And the theory is that the coronavirus isn't going to do well in warmer weather. So I can kind of see like, if that's the case, those two little, it kind of lines up. So I don't know. I'm thinking, what are we the middle of March, end of March through April, Mid May, late May, maybe. I mean, that's yeah, what I'm you. hoping for. Yeah, yeah, and and that's that that could be the case. And I, I see Pam in the comments saying that they're getting uh, all kinds of. Uh, she, I don't want to give too much of her personal business out there, but uh, that that bankruptcies are definitely on the uptick right now. Uh, everybody and their mom is uh, filing for bankruptcy, and um, it's odd because I don't even know they're gonna, how they're going to handle that because. Uh, the courts aren't allowing people in right now. I don't know if they're going to be handling it over the phone or what they're going to be doing, but there's a lot of people filing for bankruptcy. And this whole shutdown, this shutdown of America, I mean, it's definitely a justifiable reason for people to file bankruptcy. So it's going to be odd. So all these bankruptcies are going to be affecting the, you know, the creditors and it's going to affect their bottom line, all the MasterCards, Visas, all the auto finance companies. Uh, this thing's going to have a uh, a big lasting ripple effect for a while, as far as Wall Street's concerned, um, I believe. I've, I heard some stock analysts saying that, oh, we're going to get through this in the you know the last quarter of this year. There's going to be a lot of pent up you know buying and stuff, and it's really going to push us into you know push us way back up, a big rebound. But I don't know if that's going to happen or not. So no, like I, I was because like my real estate background, right? When I was uh, in lending, we're kind of looking at this, and I think it was. A year ago, they came out with the same loans, different name back in like 2007, stated income, stuff like that. They renamed them. We're like, oh, here we go. We're about a year, year and a half out, maybe two years. So we're now we kind of see if the economy was as strong as they were touting the numbers to be in the matter of two weeks, the whole thing falls apart. We obviously weren't that strong. We have a lot of corporate debt that's going bad. We have a lot of national debt that's going bad. We have a lot of personal debt that's going bad. So it kind of like, it's like a reset. It has to reset somewhere. And this is like that, oh shit, just kind of accelerated it. Yeah. I thought it was going to come after the election, but um, Corona came in and had different plans. So 
I don't know, man. It's, it's for those of us that went through the great recession. Um, there's a lot of stuff we can learn and rebound a little quicker and pivot a lot better. Um, I think it's a great time to retrain though. Like if, if someone's especially hurt really bad, like, like we talked about it yesterday, Udemy, there's way more online resources to train. You can go to Udemy. I think um, edX is free education. Like there's a lot of resources. So it's just about getting creative and economically, bro, this is, this one's going to hurt. And yeah, there's no like hurt. timing out because we weren't good. You know, it was, it was all false numbers. Yeah. And, th- and this feels like more, maybe it's because it's such an upfront, just ballistic attack all at one time, because this definitely feels more traumatic than the, you know, the, the recession that we had in the past. But maybe it's because of the speed that it's coming up on us and it's hitting us real hard. Now, I saw Pam in the in the comments and she was wanting to talk or call in. We don't have a call-in line available, but right below you, Jeff posted a link. And if you click that link, you can actually get in on this Zoom conference call if you want to chime in and talk about it. I know that Pam, uh, her her expertise is in the whole bankruptcy arena, and I know a lot of people are considering that. And she probably has a couple things to say about that, about what's happening in that uh, area right now. So, Pam, if you want to talk to us, hit the uh, Zoom link and then you can get in that way. That's the only way they can get in to talk on the uh, show live with what we're doing right now. So, I'm out of breath. Maybe it's Corona. I don't know. Aaron, do we need to have another dating game for you? Is that what we need to do now? (laughs) Isn't that... I think that was my first time on the the show. Yeah, and I think... I think it was. Yeah. Was it your first time on the show, the dating game? Yeah. I got a cough. Everybody's gonna, everybody's gonna freak out. I'm sitting in a cold garage. I don't think I have corona, but I don't know. I'm not tested, but I do have to cough. So excuse me for a second. Just make sure you cough into your back. elbow. No, see, it I is coughed so in my cold hand. up here. Yeah. Hey, dickhead, you, you 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 cough you're supposed to cough into your elbow. Uh, my bad. So, my bad. It's so cold here that when you go outside without the proper attire, you just get so much cold air in your lungs. You start coughing and then like everyone's like, what the heck? You got Corona. Put a mask on. We did that to my dad yesterday because he went outside without a jacket and he went to go close the gate and he came in coughing up with storm. And we're like, you stay away. You go get a mask on. And yeah, this isn't good. And then I was giving him a hard time. And then I went back outside and the same thing happened to me because I didn't wear a jacket. I was like, oh, it's just the weather, guys. It's just the weather. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what's going on, at least here. <laughs> Pam doesn't want to come on. Well, I'll tell you what, Pam, you can come on and you don't have to turn on your video camera and you, and you can just come on audio. You can just come on on audio. I know we probably, she's probably in, in her third set of pajamas for the day, just like every other uh, you know person that's sitting at home. And she, she doesn't probably have her face on and all that kind of stuff. So she doesn't want to come on video, but yes, you have the option to just come on as a call. You don't have to come on with a video and you'll see that once you click in the links and start going through that little maze. Anyways, that's funny. Oh, so the future yeah, I don't know. It's it, it, it's one of those things where we're, we're sitting here and it's like, oh, I just want to have a fun show and do some other fun stuff. But it's it's like you're, everybody's so sidetracked. I mean, uh, on a scale mm-hmm. of one to ten, Tom, like ten being the happiest day of your life, one being you want to jump off a cliff and commit suicide. Where do you feel that you are at, like mentally, during this whole situation right now? Um, I'm probably still okay. I'm probably still like a 
seven. I'm probably like a seven right now. I mean, I, I'm, I'm in a lot better shape than some others. So, but you know, it, for me, it's just being restless because it's, even though, you know, you can leave the house if you want to, because we're not on full lockdown, but you know, you're not supposed to see, I find myself getting more restless. And I've heard a lot of people talk about that restless, uh, feeling the restless and just, you know, almost like bored, restless, you know, uh, it, that kind of situation. Cabin yeah. fever. Yeah. Cabin fever. And, and we're, like I said, we're just getting into it, but I definitely don't feel like I'm uh, depressed or anything. I mean, I wish I had some more money coming in. That's for sure. But you know, I'm, I'm still in uh you know, we can survive this. We can hang in there. It's going to be okay. But I'm not one to usually get too depressed anyways. Uh, I think I have, well, it probably, and I don't want to sit here like I'm bragging about myself, but I think I have a pretty decent ability of, of handling stressful situations. And so, um, I mean, it's definitely not a 10. It's not the happiest day of my life, but I'm definitely not, you know, wanting to jump off the Golden Gate Bridge either. So I think I'm right there with Tom. I think I'm right there at, at seven. I think eight would be a normal everyday average for life. But I think right now I'm probably, I'm probably about a seven. Jeff, where are you at? Where are you at emotionally on this thing on a scale of one to 10? Mm, I'm good. I'm at like around five. Just been like looking at anything to clean or watch movies, catch up on all my DVR, uh, my Netflix. That's pretty much it. So you're at a five, Jeff. So you've actually moved up during this time. Yeah, because it was <laughs> last week, and now that I can go back to work, but it, it's, it's, <laughs> okay. it's boring. All right, I'm look. not going to lie. I thought we were going to be able to broadcast your death last week. Yeah, yeah I know. I, th- I think... It- <laughs> Is Steph changing clothes on his camera? I was going to ask him how he's doing, but maybe I need to wait till he gets done getting situated. Who else is out there? Aaron? No, no, just my granddaughter's here too. Oh, so yeah. I'm, you know, she's talking and making noise and stuff. I'm trying not to it's interrupt fine. the feed. She's fine. So Steph, uh, uh, emotionally, how is this impacting you? I know you're you're the survivor type guy. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, where do you sit on this right now? Uh, I, you know, I'm doing okay. I, I, you know, I have enough to cover my bills and stuff over the next couple months, uh, regardless of what happens. So like, it's, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not worried. I guess concerned is a concerned. better way to put it. Yeah. And I think there's definitely, uh, reason. but I'd say I'm probably like a, probably like a seven right now. Yeah. I think I just wonder what the next step is going to be, you know, and how the people that are going to be affected for it or buy it rather. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm more concerned about my loved ones than myself. You know, it reminds me of when I saw the um, uh, in Italy, they put up and I talked about this last week in Italy, they put up a video and it was just people. If you could talk to yourself 10 days earlier, what would you say? And a lot of the statements on there were like, uh, yeah, this isn't a joke. Uh, take this a lot more seriously than you were. Uh, be prepared in that kind of situation. And I think we're, we're, we're creeping up on that stage where I think 10 days from now, everything can change so dramatically uh, that I'm really interested to see where we are 10 days from now. Um, I think, I think, I think we're getting to that breaking point of uh, it to really see what's cap- what the capabilities are of Americans and what the capabilities are of this uh, pandemic that's out there. I think uh, 10 days from now, um, it could be a different story and let's hopefully, you know, hopefully that story is not that bad. And one of the other things that I was talking about is we've had so many libertarian, we've had libertarian presidential candidates on this show, uh, the Kim Ruffs, the Daniel Bermans and, uh, Max Abramson. And, um, you know, they always talk about how we don't need the government to babysit us and we can do this on our own. 
And if we ever found ourselves in a situation like this, uh, you know, it's all about people helping people. And I think that fact still plays into play that it is all about people helping people. But I also wonder about the Jeff Bezos and stuff like that. We've seen Elon Musk. Elon Musk uh, just purchased uh, 1,000 ventilators from China and had them delivered to California. Uh, there's rumors that he's working on producing ventilators out of his uh, own factories, which is kind of interesting because Elon Musk, he was one of the guys that kind of blew this off at the beginning. Now it looks like he's taking it more serious. I don't know if that's just a money play to make the ventilators because it's easy cash or what. But, you know, you've got so many wealthy people in America. Like I said, the Bezos, the Gates, the Waltons and stuff like that. And it's one of those things where it's like, in this libertarian utopian society, you know, people help out each other. And I'm kind of curious to see what the extremely rich are going to do in this situation. Because other than Bezos making a statement saying that coronavirus is his number one priority. And when he says it's his number one priority, what does he mean by that? Is his number one priority not catching coronavirus or is he going to do something about it? You've got a guy that's worth billions and billions of dollars. So Steph, do you expect any of the elite any of those one percenters that have these massive resources to really chip in and, and help in this situation? Have you seen anything of people doing anything other than the situation that I talked about earlier with Elon Musk uh, getting a thousand ventilators from China? Do you think that the elite are going to chip in and try to help out in this situation at all? I think some people will. Some people, and I, I'm trying to remember who it was that I read that donated like a million dollars or something towards masks for hospitals and stuff like that. It was recently. It wasn't Elon Musk, though, but it was somebody in the entertainment industry. Um, I think like the uh, Australian fire thing, I think the people that are legitimately good people are um, going to help by donating stuff like that to the people who are having the most difficult time right now. You know, and uh, yeah, whatever she said (laughs) and what she said, what the baby said, Um, you know, and and I saw I think it was Melissa Lear that posted today and it said it seems like in today's society, the rude people are getting ruder. The mean people are getting meaner and the nice people are getting nicer. And I think this is a time where it's going to really show the true colors of who you are. Uh, you know, what you can do for other people. There are, you, you see these good scenarios of these guys driving around with a truck full of toilet paper that they obviously hoarded early on and just catching the seniors coming out of Walmarts and stuff like that and giving them rolls of toilet paper. And yeah, it's nice now. It's not nice that you hoarded it to begin with and that's why it's not on the shelves, but people, people helping people. And, um, you know, it's it's one of those. It, a lot of people in the comments said that they don't expect to see the stimulus check and stuff like that. And I, I'm I'm like fifty fifty on that. I don't know if it's going to happen or not. But it is coming to a time where this is really testing the true American spirit. Where it is, what are we really made of? You know what I mean? And there's enough people out there. There's people that have resources and stuff like that. And uh oh, this is really. True American spirit. Where uh, it is. Uh, Chris, you got headphones? He probably doesn't have headphones. You probably need to turn down your volume a little bit. But Chris, I, I saw you just joined. What do you got to say about all this? Can you hear me? Yep, we can hear you. Yep. Oh, well, I was kind of curious what you guys thought about the uh, the cruise lines. Are they going to bail them out? Well, okay, that's so. a, that's that's a point of contention, and, and it's kind of a point of contention. And I see Pam's on too, and we'll get to Pam in just a second. That's a point of contention because uh, these cruise lines employ a lot of Americans, and there's all that debate out there. 
should we be helping you know the big corporate americas but the bottom line is these cruise lines employ a lot of americans and they employ a lot of foreigners too but at the same time these cruise ships don't they don't they don't they don't operate underneath the American flag and they avoid our tax system. They avoid our laws and they avoid all this other stuff. So I have mixed feelings about that. Should we be bailing out these companies that don't even pay their taxes and stuff into the American system? And should uh, American tax dollars be used to bail out companies who don't give anything. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, not right now. I, what I can say is I don't think they should be doing that right now. I think the priority is Americans first, American business, and the American structure. If it so happens that we can't take a three-day booze cruise to Mexico with a bunch of Gen Zers, then so be it. That's not, that's not, that shouldn't be at the top of our priority list right now. Americans should be at the top of the priority list and the American companies second after that. But I, I, don't, I don't think that these cruise companies – should be at the top of our list right now. They're not our that they're they shouldn't be our national concern at this moment. What do you think about that, Chris? I 100 percent agree. So so Chris, I'm on the same boat. Yeah. That. So and and a lot of people think these cruise companies are based in America, and and most of their business is from America. But the reality is, is they don't pay their tax bill to. Uh, the American system that we're in and stuff like that. Now, uh, Chris, you're talking a lot about these conspiracies and I don't know anything what you're talking about. What were some of those conspiracies that you were talking about? So the, one of the ones I was talking about is the Bill Gates thing. So the Bill Gates thing comes down to the, the rumor is, is that he owns the patent on the coronavirus. And so if there is a vaccine that he would profit from it and where that stems from is he actually donated to an English research company that does have patents on different forms of coronavirus. So it's actually pretty interesting. And I did see something now that now we're, de- now we're delving into that whole conspiracy uh, aisle because I haven't seen the actual paperwork myself, but I did see another doctor talking online and he was reading the patent and it was patent in the U S uh, for the coronavirus. And I don't know if it's a different strain or what it was. I don't know the details. Yeah, The it. coronavirus is a, is a family of diseases, not that the exact one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and this is definitely, Gates has definitely put money into it, which is, is kind of weird. Well, Gates so. Gates has put a lot of money. You know, I mean, that's pretty much been his hobby since he kind of stepped back from Microsoft. His whole hobby has been uh, pandemics and disease spread and clean water. I mean, he's really been a humanitarian in those efforts. So uh, if anybody's going to be an expert on this other than the scientists, but if just an everyday man, I think Bill Gates would really have some enlightening insight into what's going on. Yeah, I agree. It's just fun to read down the rabbit holes. I yeah. enjoy it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, Pam, I saw you. Pam, are you still out there? Can you hear me? I saw you get in on this Zoom call. Pam? Yeah. Oh. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. So uh, we were talking earlier about bankruptcy and the big wave of bankruptcy. Now, in your line of work, what are you seeing going on with the Americans specifically regarding uh, the bankruptcy situation? So there's a kind of couple of things that can be happening right now. A lot of the creditors, and we've gotten a lot of calls about that, um, are, are giving people extensions. I mean, the wait line, though, to call in is like some places it's two hours, it's one hour. It just, it all varies. But you call in and they'll tell you, okay, we're giving you an extension for 60 days. So a lot of people are feeling at ease there. But what happens after the 60 days, a lot of people's savings are going to be gone by then. Um so we're getting a lot of phone calls about bankruptcy. Unfortunately, the court systems are closed right now. 
So we can file them, but they won't get a court date, but it'll stop creditors. So, I mean, I don't even know how it's going to work. I don't think anybody really has like a solid grip on what's going to actually happen down the road. Um, just with courts in general, because right now the courts, at least San Bernardino, Riverside, LA are only hearing cases on emergency basis. So like restraining orders or if somebody's in custody, yeah. so like, let's say you got a DUI and you get thrown in jail or you murder, they pick you up, then they'll hear that they'll arraign you because you're in jail. But aside from that, they're not seeing anybody. So it's just kind of crazy right now. Really. So, so one thing that I'm hearing from you, and I know you can't give professional legal advice, but you're definitely in that field. <laughs> Um, but what I'm hearing from you is that if you're at home right now and you're, you're like stressed about your, at least from the creditors, uh, perspective that you should be calling the the banks that you owe your credit cards to, because it looks like they are, um, giving a grace period and extending what from what you've seen, they're extending a lot of people's, uh, payments out 60 days or, you know, pushing yes. it back 60 days. So no, it, definitely we are, um, we're actually helping them because we are, our, so I work for a law firm at Paralegal. Um, our clients are really family-based. Like we, I've worked there for 12 years, whatever. Um, these people will call us for ev- absolutely everything. And we tell the same thing, like just call your creditors or we'll help them call. Um, and they're, they're not really even asking for paperwork. They're just saying, okay, we're going to extend it for six days. Okay, we're going to send it for 30. Um, everybody's like really sympathetic, which is really crazy because when we had the big crash before and all the nobody could pay their mortgages and all that stuff and the Beaumont things were happening, it was really hard. And I feel like at the end of this, in a couple months, I'm going to see all of that again. Like these loan mods that went through these, like all of these bankruptcies that are coming up. I mean, I don't know. I just, oh, no. Personally, myself, I feel like bankruptcy isn't what it used to be. And a lot of people are scared of it, but I'm like, if you could do it, Run up your credit cards and file for bankruptcy. I mean, the <laughs> that is not really legal advice. <laughs> that is not. It's not legal, legal advice. advice. It's not legal advice. So That's like, hood advice right there. That's hood advice. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. You know, I mean, if you can get, you know, you got to do what you have to do. Yeah, right but, now. And a lot of people. But, it's a wake up call for everybody too. You know, it's like huh? you got uh, I buy a lot of things and I shouldn't, you know, I should have saved my money a little bit better and I wouldn't feel so stressed out about this, but it is what it is now. And there's different options, but the main thing, if people are feeling stressed out, call your creditors. It's going to take a long time and you're going to feel like frustrated, but definitely do it. You'll, it'll be a weight lifted off for a little while. Yeah. And I can talk the temporary about, solution. Yeah. And I can talk about that firsthand experience. I mean, I was stressed. My, my income came to a screeching halt. And, um, I still have one gig that I'm, that I'm working with, which I'm thankful for, but it does not cover my monthly bills. And I reached out today to, uh, uh to the, to, to the bank that held the note on my car. They didn't ask for any paperwork. I just told them, I said, Hey, this is just a rough situation. My income got halted. It should pick up, you know, later after this thing is over. But right now I am totally out of work and they did, they extended my, um, uh, the, my car payment out till May. Uh, my my next payment isn't going to be due till May nineteenth. Now the interest will keep occurring during that period of time, and that'll get tagged onto the end. So the payment might change a little bit. But I'll tell you what, I felt a big relief uh, when the bank told me, "Yeah, okay, if, if you're impacted by what everything that's going on, we're going to push it back two months, and uh, you don't have to have, make a payment on that car till May nineteenth." Which helped me out a lot. I went out and bought liquor today, so. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I tell people too, like a lot of people are a little prideful. I feel sometimes about the unemployment, but we pay into it every month. Our taxes pay into it. Even if you're not employed, as long as your hours were cut by it. And don't, again, this is not legal advice. This is just what I've seen. Um, you can apply and you're not going to get that money for a while though. I mean, we have 
like the people that are applying for unemployment, it's like multiplying and like tripling every single day. But even if you haven't been impacted to where you get all your hours cut, you can still collect something to help give you a little bit more than what you have right now. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm encouraging everybody to get, you know, there's help out there. We pay into all this stuff. There's money. Um, it's not easy. It's hard to get it. But if you need to, you can do it. Or you can always email me and I can always help you. I mean, it doesn't bother me at all to help people. All right. So if anybody has questions regarding that specific field, is is there any uh, website or anything or uh, email address? No. Or something? I mean, you you can you can go to you can probably call EDD if you want. But I mean, no, I'm talking about I'm like, talking about if somebody wants to talk to you at your office and they have some questions regarding their personal finances and if they're looking. I mean, is there your, your place of work? Are you advertising that at all? Um, or email address? Can they email well, you? I'm not, you can, you, my email probably because I'm not in the office. I'm, I'm just trying to. I'm not trying to go into the office. I'm trying to stay at home and drink during the day. I'm not trying to work, so I work from home right now, and I'm staying yay at home, for day drinking. Yeah, that's totally day drinking. Like it's eight o'clock, and we're already drinking. Um, but you know, I'm working from home, and like I'm telling you, I have a lot of people, and thank God, like my job is secure in that sense. My boss is still paying us. And I'm still working from home, but we are trying to help as much people as we can. Like my boss is a type of guy. It feels like we can help people. It's going to come back to us and it has. So we're just trying to help as many people as we can to not panic because the more we panic, the more stress our body comes under our immune system lowers. And then we have a higher risk of getting sick. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, yeah. Um, so, okay. Yeah. So if you guys have any questions, you can reach out to Pam. Uh, you can see her in the comments, Pam, why don't you drop your email address in those comments or something? Uh, okay. Yeah. It's just, it's just P Franco 83 at Yahoo. It's like my regular one, or you can message me on Facebook. I mean, I'm on like your group and all that good stuff. So it's Pamela Franco. It's, I mean, I'm not hiding okay. from anybody. So yeah, <laughs> it's not a big deal, but I mean, we're totally like willing to help people or I can help people as much as they can. I just, yeah, it is, yeah, I feel but, like, but that's good to know that the banks are working with people. I mean, we've heard it talked oh, yeah. about in the media and they really are. So if you're totally stressed out, uh, call your banks. Call, you know, call people, make arrangements because they are being super flexible at this time, which is, and if you is speak good. Spanish or you have somebody who speak. speaks Spanish, try the Spanish option because the lines are a little bit shorter. Like your, your call waiting or your call, what is that call log or whatever, when you call okay, it, good the to customer know. service lines. Yeah. So if you speak, speak Spanish. Spanish and you can get somebody to help you, then call on that line. It's a little bit quicker. Makes sense to me. Makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, let's see. What else do we have going on here? Thanks, Pam. Thanks for uh, sharing You're that welcome. advice. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk to you later. Um, what else do we have going on? Is there anything else going on that we need to talk about? I mean, I didn't. I don't think we touched on any topical news or anything like that, but it's all just kind of bullshit. Looks like Newsom's going live on Facebook right now or something. So, we just Jake, you know, we were talking about uh, theme parks in the beginning of the, the show. Yes, sir. Theme uh, parks. I just read that Universal has extended their closure until... April 19th. Till April 19th. And Knott's Berry Farm already did that. And I, I full, fully presume that Disneyland will follow suit here real shortly. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't that's, think that, that's what we heard. Yeah. I don't think that anybody is going to let Disneyland open uh, right now, even if they wanted to. I don't think it's, I don't think that's in the cards. So they're definitely going to be pushing it out there too. Um, this, I'm going to say Memorial Day. I'm calling it Memorial Day. Chris is calling for Memorial Day. He thinks that that's when we're out of lockdown. And what 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 month? What, what May? What is something. May. That's the end of May. May. End of May. But you guys don't feel like it's too soon to go out in a crowd. 
I don't absolutely. know. Well, I think, absolutely. Absolutely. No well, freaking way I, do I, I, I want to go out. More like, like influenza, right? If we, if we look at it as, as it's, it's a flu-like civilian influenza, as weather changes, typically you see a, a downturn in exposure. So. Possibly, yeah. but when you're like outside in a regular crowd, but we're talking about Disneyland. Can you imagine being with all those people? I don't know. It's a lot. I think, yeah. I think some people, even when they release this, I think, you know, as long as people are still dying from this pandemic, I think even if they're, everybody's released to go back to work and to carry on with their daily lives, I think there's going to be a big group of people that is going to be conservative and is still going to stay, you know, they're not going to be going out to the clubs and doing all that kind of shit. And then Gen Z is going to be just fucking in public because they don't give a shit and they're all pent up. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I think I think some people... I don't want them at my restaurant. Yeah, I think <laughs> some people are going to roll out slowly. I think even once the restaurants and the bars and everything opens up, it's going to be um, a little slow going for a couple months until people really they start to They still haven't canceled EDC, right? Oh. No, not yet. They haven't even moved it. <laughs> Well, you know why? Because they right now, uh, UFC 249, they're saying that it's going to happen. In but look weeks. at that age group. Uh, UFC but look at that age group. They deserve it. If they're out there, that that's that age group. Let them. Let them share it all. Yeah, yeah I the mean, problem is, is they're going to bring it back to everybody else. The problem is when it comes back home. That That's the problem. I mean, Gen Z can catch it all they, they keep want, them there. and they'll probably be okay keep them there. for the most part. Right. right. Quarantine them for two weeks and, after and you know, show. And you know, guaranteed, man, if EDC was to go ahead like, they've, like they haven't said that they're not, that place is going to be packed out with... Hundred thousand motherfuckers. They they're just not going to give a shit. They're going to go. The kids are going to go if they put it on. And that's where I think that it's uh, you know, Pascal is the guy behind Insomniac, and he's the one putting on this show. And it's like he's dealing with an audience that is irresponsible. And I think he really needs to step up and be the responsible person and uh, put this thing on hold. I mean, I, I he shouldn't he shouldn't be willing to take a step and be that liable for the outbreak that could occur in a crowd uh the size of the crowd that goes to EDC in Las Vegas. Uh he needs to take But really will he be will he be liable for it? No, I am saying morally and ethically as an American that's trying to do the right thing, he needs to step up and he needs to do make the res- responsible decision and put this thing on hold. If they cancel, the problem is, is if they cancel it, they have to refund money. If they postpone it, they don't have to refund the money, except under. So just on what postpone the it. Is. And that's what he needs to do. He needs to do. I know. Like, what about all the, 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 the casinos are like, where can people even stay? Well, no, uh, uh, the, the hotel uh, isn't Las Vegas. Is Las Vegas back open? I, you know, I wish that we had Charles on the phone because he just went to Las Vegas last Thursday night and he was casinos doing Casinos are still closed. No, they're still closed. But are the hotels closed? Because he went back. He went to Vegas last Thursday and he was filming. Nobody was walking on the streets, but he stayed in Las Vegas last Thursday night. Was he staying at a hotel? NBC just put out a video that even like the neon lights are down. No, like they, they, they literally just closed everything was, down. I I saw that picture too, but I'm telling you, he was there last Thursday and he was live streaming from the strip and the lights were on. There was cars on Las Vegas Boulevard, but nobody he was slept walking in the, his car. Maybe he, he did. I he could have done an Airbnb also. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what? He has done an Airbnb in Vegas before, so maybe that is exactly what he did. That's very well. Possible. Now there's a bunch of these uh, these vacation towns that are uh, putting a pause on Airbnbs too. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that. Well, anybody got a joke? They canceled. 
Oh, sorry. No, they definitely, we were going to go to Costa Rica from April 17th to the 27th and they canceled everything. Mm. I really messed up my vacation. <laughs> so Airbnb. <laughs> was, we're supposed to go to Hawaii June 20th to the 27th. So I don't even know about that. I might go later. All right. Well, Jeff, tell us a funny story. Tell us, a, we got to go out on a positive note. Tell us a funny story. What's the most <laughs> embarrassing thing that ever happened to you in your whole life? Uh, I don't get embarrassed. Let's go to Aaron and talk more about eating ass. What the hell? <laughs> okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, we've been doing this for like two hours and six minutes. Oh, who just who just coughed Corona all over their 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 shit? Okay, that would be Jeff. I didn't even have to look at my screen to know that. That was Jeff. That was definitely Jeff. <laughs> that was Jeff. Uh, God, I'm so glad we're doing this virtually and not in the actual studio. Uh, I'll tell you what, it's been interesting tonight. Thanks I for- would not be in the studio. I love Mama B too much. Okay. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. And I'll tell you what, if you want to support some struggling artists, I'm not really an artist. I'm just in the entertainment business, but you can definitely support the show at patreon.com slash radio underland. Of course, feed your kids and all that shit first, but uh, subscribe to all of our channels, share the show around. We're going to take a file of this and we'll upload it to YouTube and it'll probably be a little bit of a cleaner version. Uh, but this has been Jake from Radio Underland. Anybody else got any final parting words? Steph, words of wisdom for the week? Keep your shit together. Keep Don't your freak shit- out. Bye. Keep in contact normal. with those. Yeah, keep in contact and with those. Tell your family you love them. Yeah, keep your stay shit. safe. Stay six feet apart. Yeah. Okay. And keep your shit together. No eating ass. Oh, and keep your tongue out of the shit. Keep your shit together and keep your tongue out of the <laughs> shit. If you want to stay away from the coronavirus, uh, maybe that's yep. the title of the show. I got one thing, Jake. I got yeah, one thing. Yeah, sure, Chris. My new favorite conspiracy: Westworld was based on Epstein's ranch. Look into it. Oh shit! Hold on. Oh, Yo, shit. wait a minute. You're talking about the the, the Netflix show Westworld? Or I'm whatever not. It was? Gonna, we'll have to do a whole episode. It's a whole episode on that, man. I can give you a whole thing on that. I get bored of this in the podcast, man. It's West, a great one. Westworld. Well, all right. Who put that podcast out there? Because I want to check happening. it out. I got. I I'll got send it to you, Jake. I'll send it to you. Send me the link so we can post that around, and we can. Uh, yeah, I'll check it out. See what's going on. All right, it's all closed. They're talking about Vegas. Uh, Priscilla tells Aaron too, don't eat ass, Aaron. We don't want you going down with a fecal uh, contaminated corona. <laughs> it's been nice tonight. Oh I know we've been talking about I the news. I know we've been talking about a bunch of uh, uh, dark, uh, you know, end of the world shit, but hopefully we made you laugh a couple times. I'll tell you what, this is Jake from Radio Underland. On the on behalf of Missy, Eric's out there. Nathan's there. Pam was on the line. Aaron, uh, Stefan, Tom, Chris. Everybody that was uh, part of the show tonight, thanks for uh, hanging around and, you know, just at least just talking, having a good time and just kind of talking with each other. It kind of felt like we were sitting around the family table, like we were sitting around at Sonoma just having the conversation. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you all later, man. Share the show. Tell a friend. All right. See you guys later. Bye. Good night, guys. Good night, everybody.